Hello, I'm Johnny Cash. I hear the train a coming, it's rolling around a bend. And I ain't seen the sunshine since I don't know when. I'm stuck in Folsom Prison, and time keeps dragging on. But that train keeps rolling on down to San Antonio. When I was just a baby, my mama told me, son, always be a good boy, don't ever play with guns. But I shot a man in Reno just to watch him die. When I hear that whistle blowing, I hang my head and cry. There's rich folks eating from a fancy dining car They're probably drinking coffee and smoking big cigars Well, I know I had it coming I know I can't be free But those people keep them moving And that's what tortures me From this prison If that railroad train was mine I bet I'd move it on A little farther down the line Far from Folsom Prison That's where I want to stay And I'd let that lonesome whistle Blow my blues away Sister's still on the phone That mama's in the kitchen Cooking fried chicken Wishing that I hadn't done wrong Mama, don't you worry about it none though Everything's gonna be alright, mama They're teaching us a lot of new things in here, mama Things like There ain't no good in an evil-hearted woman Cut out to be no Jesse Jane And you don't go writing hot checks Down in Mississippi And there ain't no good chain gang
yesterday's May Wishing that the hay was all baked I bet he's wishing we could go fishing Here I am laying in jail Well, Papa, don't you worry about it none now Everything's gonna be all right, Papa They're teaching us a lesson today We're learning pretty well, too We've already learned a whole lot of stuff already Things like There ain't no good in an evil-hearted woman And I ain't cut out to be no Jesse James And you don't go writing hot checks down in Mississippi And there ain't no good chain gang There ain't no good in an evil-hearted woman And I ain't cut out to be no Jesse James Ain't me you're looking 
each time you call Together flowers constantly And to come each time you call And we'll love you for your life and nothing more me with the hand of broken nails You tied my lead and pulled my chain to watch my blood begin to boil But I'm gonna break I'm gonna break my Gonna break my rusty cage and run I'm gonna break I'm gonna break my Gonna break my rusty cage too cold to start a fire I'm burning diesel burning dinosaur bones I'll take the river down to still water and ride a pack of dogs I'm gonna break I'm gonna break my Gonna break my rusty cage and run I'm gonna break I'm gonna break my Gonna break my rusty cage And run When the forest burns along the road like God's eyes in my headlights When the dogs are looking for their bones And it's raining ice picks on your steel shore I'm gonna break I'm gonna break my I'm gonna break my rusty cage and run I'm gonna break I'm gonna break my Gonna break my rusty cage and run I'm gonna break I'm gonna break my Gonna break my rusty cage and run I'm gonna break I'm gonna break my Gonna break my rusty cage Seven five three seven six easy easy. Good. 
hump day morning to you, ass family. Hump day, hump day, hump day. Ah, look at that. Halfway through the work week already. And man, oh man, do we have a show planned for you today. In the immortal words, Tommy Little. Holy shit. Yeah, I mean, really. We got movie reviews coming out the yin-yang. We, 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 we have stories. We it, it, Not the greatest stories in the world. We got to talk about yesterday. Um, I had the Arby's burger. I, I got to talk about that. I didn't put the video up. It, 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 one of those things. Uh, all kinds of stuff. All kinds of stuff to talk about, right? Let's get the good mornings out of the way, shall we, first? Uh, Andrew first one here. He says, good morning, ass. I had a lovely swim home yesterday after work. We got that biblical kind of rain here. Dude, it started raining last night when we were at the movies. Uh, I, I I did not see the new Top Gun yet. I'm seeing it tomorrow in the mega. 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 mega, 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 mega screen. screen. Right. So, uh, facing Nolan last night. I'll talk about it here in a second. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, but, man, we could hear it coming down in the theater. It was Fucking raining like a champ last night. Wow. Christopher is in the house. He says, so I went out and saw the new Top Gun last night. Uh, Maverick brought himself a new Ninja H2 motorcycle, but guess who also went out and bought a new motorcycle same day as Maverick? That would be me. Just picked up my new Harley Davidson Road Glide yesterday, rode it to the theater to go see the guy that originally got me interested in motorcycles in the first place. We are going to get to Christopher's review he wrote a note to me beforehand, and I, I think this note is such a, a an amazing note, and, and I have some things to say about this note, and we'll get to it here in just a little bit when we get to all of our reviews. Hangtown Jen says, uh, good morning, ass. Well, good morning to you, Jen. Have you ever heard of the, uh, uh, the Eskimo Trebucha? The Eskimo Trebucha. When you put your dick between your legs and a girl starts to give you head from behind, she has her nose in your ass and throws up all over your dick after you fart on her. Then you turn around and open your legs and your dick slings forward like an Eskimo's trebuchet and puke splatters all over her face. Boom. Hey Billy, why does that girl have puke all over her face? Ah son, I just gave her an Eskimo trebuchet. There you go. There's a lot wrapped up into that one. Man, oh, man. Uh, Straight Fire says, oh, my lucky stars, it's... Pump day! Pump day! Pump day! And then right after him, it's... Oh, my lucky stars! The one and only bratty kid! Damn, I bet you come in here on a Saturday night, you need nigga repellent oh, to kick whoa, the motherfuckers whoa, whoa, off whoa, your whoa. ass. Shit, look at this honky. I mean, really? My God. Good morning, bratty kid. I hope you have a wonderful day today. Mike says, good morning, Arnie. What's up, buddy? Derek says, good morning, ass family. Uh, and a very, very happy hump day. Hump day. Becca. Hump day. Becca. There you go. Um, freaking A, it's hump day. Trademark. Freaking A, it's hump day. I like that. Yeah, You trademarked that one. Okay. Warbird. Warbird is in the house. Good morning to you, my friend. Arised in Oklahoma's here. Sassy Pammy's in the house. Intentions. Well, you know, I tried. I started with the Eskimo kisses, and well, that as far as I got, no commitment out of me. After that Eskimo kissing me, a little tame. Uh, Alicia, good morning to you as well. All right. Uh, by the way, big day for me today. 
uh, dear friend and, and ass family member. He's co-hosted the show a couple times. Uh, J.D. the Hawk Stevens is uh, in Texas, and he and I are going out to eat some barbecue tonight. I'm looking forward to seeing my good friend. I can't wait. Zach says good morning. Did the Mavs game get flooded out? No, they just won. That's all. That's all the Mavs did last night was they just won. Boom. Not that I care about basketball whatsoever. But, yeah, last night uh, last night I got to see uh, – I'll get to my review here in a minute. Uh, I want to read Christopher's first. He went and saw the brand-new Top Gun movie because he is, you know, he. It, I, I, we, we've got him worked out into the media where he's in there, boom, seeing it. He wrote me this backstory. It says, I grew up fatherless till I was eight, and my mom got married to my stepdad. My mom, when I was young, had to support me by herself by working at McDonald's. She worked long hours because I was still too young to take care of myself in our little apartment. I was sent to live in my grandma's house. I saw very little of my mother during those years. I was mostly raised by my uncle, who lived at the same house as grandma. Seeing as this was during the days of VHS, my uncle and grandma had lives and jobs of their own, so I was left alone for large parts of my day. My uncle had an extensive collection of Atari games, VHS tapes, movies, video games, and became my babysitters. And, oh, man, did my uncle have some good movies. Bachelor Party. I saw it in the theater. Uh, Terminator Theater, Inner the Dragon Theater, Fly Theater, Predator Theater, Hellraiser, didn't see it. Uh, the fucking classics. And when you're a four-year-old kid locked in the house on your own with a VCR and a tape of RoboCop, you learn a few things. How to make good-ass PB&J and that people may abandon you, but good movies will always be there to remind you that you will always have somewhere to escape to. But one day, uh, Uncle Frankie brought home a new movie called Top Gun. I hadn't heard of the movie, but oh, man. Oh, by the way, I saw it in the theater. Uh, watched that tape about 100 times. I became absolutely obsessed with jets. I wanted to be a pilot when I grew up. I was going to fly planes and ride motorcycles. Years later, after my mom married, one day I was playing uh, with my F-14 Tomcat toy and a giant-sized aircraft carry. Seriously, it was about three and a half feet long. I'd play and fantasize about flying military aircraft, depending, uh, defending America against the bad guys, whoever they were. My stepdad laughed at me, told me that, Chris, you're fat. They don't let fat people fly planes. I'm eight years old. I don't know how to get fat or how to stop being fat. I don't know shit. All that I did know is that I'm a fat person. Fat people can't fly planes, and nothing I do will ever change that. I never played with my airplanes ever again. Anytime the movie Top Gun came on, I would go off somewhere and cry. The movie Top Gun means a lot to me. At the same time, it reminds me of the best of times and the worst. I am fat. I may not fly my planes, but I still do drive a school bus. I look forward to seeing my kids each and every day. I talk to them. I always encourage them. I treat them as they were all little me sitting in that seat. Uh, I see the innocent little faces, and I hope that each one of them will someday live up to their potential. I hope that all these uh, people in their lives, whether it's their parents, teachers, priests, or fucking crossing guard, uh, got away with the Employee of the Year award. (laughs) Yeah, bastard. I hope they all feel the same way I do and do their fucking job. And I do ride a motorcycle. With that being said, here's my review of Top Gun 2. I'm not calling it Maverick. Uh, They nailed it. Ass rating. Go see it. It's good. 
Buenos dias, ogre. Happy hump day to you, hot mama. Christopher, that, 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 man, oh, man. Christopher, you're not a fat guy. I'm a fat guy. You're not a fat guy. Uh, I just watched something recently. And it's something maybe you could do someday. I know it's not the same as flying the actual jets, but uh, I know that they do ride-alongs and stuff like that. James Corden, who's fatter than you are, I'll tell you that right now. He is way fatter than you are, Christopher. James Corden just did, like, a, a fucking military fly plane with Tom Cruise. So it's something you could look into, maybe. Um, but don't ever let anybody detract you from that. I know you're eight, and, 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 man, oh, man, that just sucks. That sucks that that guy put that in your head because you had plenty of time. You had a ton of time. <laughs> Special Kill says, I mean, he wasn't wrong, but terrible. Yeah, but, but the problem is you don't say that, that way to an eight-year-old. I mean, like, like if that if that was my son or my stepson, I would encourage them to start going outside and playing, maybe running a little bit, maybe trying to get into a little bit of shape. You've got ten years before you can even join. What a fucking dick, man! Oh man, Christopher, I am so sorry that I I, I saw that. This, I, I'm so sorry that you had to go through that at eight. I guess this is why you and I are friends. You and I heard terrible things when we were young. So there you go. So don't treat eight-year-olds like that. I mean, have me come to their house and assault them, sure, but don't teach them things like that. Uh, That's terrible. You should never say discouraging words like that to a little kid. You never know what they're going to grow up to be or what they're going to look like. Yeah, yeah, because we could have an Uvalde, Texas thing, which we will get to here in just a minute, I promise because I'm sure you guys have lots of thoughts, because I have lots of thoughts. Uh, Great review, Christopher. Great, great review, my friend. Thank you so very much. Now, as far as my review goes, uh, my review of Downton Abbey, because I know people really care, is it was amazing. You'll laugh and cry. If you love the show, it was perfect. Thank you so much, you rise. I was ostracized for being fat all my childhood. You're not alone. I also despise the species and everything it's produced. But that's a separate matter. Last night was the theatrical release of a new documentary that's won some awards at some festivals, I guess. It's called Facing No One. Uh, if if your kids play sports, you have to make them watch this documentary. You have to watch. You have. If you're into sports, you have to watch this documentary. I don't care what anybody says from now on; they're wrong. The greatest pitcher to ever play in Major League Baseball was Nolan Ryan. The end. You can have your Cy Youngs. You can have your Greg Maddoxes. But I will tell you no one, and I mean no one, will ever play for 27 fucking years on nothing but bad teams, have a lifetime ERA under three, have 323 wins, I believe, 5,714 strikeouts, 
yes, he has more walks than anybody else, more wild pitches than anybody else. He's the greatest pitcher to ever walk the earth. And let me just say, this documentary last night was amazing. Especially for me because I'm a Ranger fan. Um, uh, Braddy Kid wasn't looking at me, and I'm glad she wasn't because when they got to the 5,000 strikeout, it was way too hard. Fuck you, what about Derek Holland? Derek Holland sucked. Um, <laughs> I watched a documentary yesterday about the fertility doctor that used his own sperm to impregnate women. Crazy story. Yeah, uh, highly recommend the Nolan thing. Oh, and by the way, yesterday afternoon, I watched the new Ricky Gervais special on Netflix. Phenomenal. He stole from me, though. Talks about old naked guys at the gym, a shtick I've been doing for at least 20 years. Now Ricky Gervais is doing it, and he'll get credit for it, even though it's been around for decades. But, yes, it is fantastic. And he rips the shit out of trans people. He rips the shit out of all this woke society. Oh, it, 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 it's so fantastic. I mean... There's no such thing as a boy anymore, or a girl. Just a vast sea of chubby theys and them, so coddled by their sanctimonious woke parents who think activism is virtue signaling on Instagram. If Martin Luther King could come back and see what they were doing in his name, he'd never stop throwing up. Amen. Amen. Andrew says, I grew up watching Maddox and Nolan. I feel so lucky to have seen them both in their prime. Yeah. I mean, I, being at... It was funny, uh, when Nolan got his 300th win, it was his second attempt at it. And it was against the same team he had the first attempt against, which I was at that fucking game. Thank you, Ruben Sierra, for dropping three fly balls in that game, costing me. I could have been at Nolan Ryan's 5,000 strikeout and 300th win if it weren't for Ruben Sierra. He got it a week later when they were in Milwaukee, back when and you're saying Milwaukee. Yeah, Milwaukee used to be in the American League. Um, yes, you played. Oh, oh, Alicia. Oh, I've been playing this for all. This, this is one of the greatest. There's no such thing as a boy anymore or a girl. Just a vast sea of chubby theys and them, so coddled by their sanctimonious woke parents who think activism is virtue signaling on Instagram. If Martin Luther King could come back and see what they were doing in his name, he'd never stop throwing up. I mean, I was shocked and surprised that 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 Seth MacFarlane put something out like that, as, as left as and woke as he is. Well, I wouldn't say he's very woke because he does do family guy. But as left-leaning as he is, God bless him for that. Uh, Brett says, Arnie, we needed Andrew Dice Clay back on set. Andrew Dice Clay is performing. Oh, hell, he's he's on tour right now. He doesn't play the big arenas anymore because he, he got the Bell's palsy and he kind of got fucked up face. Kind of looks like Jim Ross. Uh, there's a new, quote, game show on Netflix. Bullshit. I started watching it because a podcaster listened to it is on it. Anyhow, I think, Arnie, you could have done very well in this game, trivia style. You answer the question in right or wrong, and you bullshit your way through it. And three people guess if you're bullshitting or not. Beat them and win a million dollars. Oh, okay. Okay, all right. 
Uh, I'm trying to think what else. Uh, yeah, Andrew Dice Clay still torn. Uh, all right, let's talk about it. Let, let's start the show. As much as I don't want to start, the, did I get everything? Oh, the Arby's burger. The Arby's burger is pretty dang good. I, I'm not going to put it above water. Waterburger is the ultimate. But I'm not going to put it above. I, I can't put it above the double quarter pounder with cheese and McDonald's. But it is good. And the crinkle fries aren't too bad either. Uh, Douglas says, good morning, ass family. And happy hump day. Right back at you, Douglas. Uh, all right. Yesterday, it happened yet again. At least 19 children and two teachers were killed in a mass shooting in Uvalde, Texas. Better than in and out I would say it's probably on the in and out scale. I would say it's probably there. Kid walks into a school. Uh, let me let me let's see if I can. In the hours alone, uh, in the hours after a lone gunman killed 19 children and two adults, uh, some families desperately. I I I'm not sure. Acted alone. He had a handgun and possibly a rifle when he opened fire at the elementary school. Multiple police officers responded. Uh, we were struck with gunfire by a suspect who started shooting that his way. So did he, wa- did he walk into school? Is this what I'm under to stand? Um, arm the teachers and that shit stops immediately. No, I disagree with that, Andrew. Uh, pol- politely disagree with that. Um, I, I want to get to more of this, this guy as well. He's an 18 year old, Well, he was, and they, they, they shot his ass dead as well as they should have. They should have shot him about 58 more fucking times. Um, Salvador Ramos, an 18 year old, by the way, by the way, let, let, let's walk through all this. I, I don't know why he did it. Nobody knows why he posted images of guns and mag and magazines or clips or whatever the fuck they are. Posted them a couple days beforehand. Following the attack, the woman posted that she didn't know the alleged shooter and does not live in Texas. She corresponded with an account because she was afraid. This is what an account sent final message. uh, I'm air out. She described the exchange as scary. I barely know you, and you tagged me in a picture with some guns. Well, he's 18. Okay. Um, didn't he crash his car into the school and walk in? I, I, is that what happened? Let's see. A uh, mass shooting in Texas Elementary School. Two teachers. Uh, uh, hold on a second here. I, I, I don't know. If anybody knows. <laughs> uh, let's see. Maybe the school should have one sniper assigned to them. Each school sniper on the roof. You uh, so much as get close to the school with your gun, you're sniped. I mean, we don't need armed teachers. I know plenty, and Lord knows a, a gun in their hands with kids in tow. Not a good idea. And anyone who thinks they're going to take their anger out on innocent children needs to be stopped before they get onto school grounds. Yep. 
What, he shot his grandmother before he went to the school? Okay, like I said, th- this story, is, it's it's all over the place. What? And, of course, Joe Biden. We, we got to see tough Joe Biden yesterday. I'm, I'm glad I don't have video of it right now with me, but he, he got to be tough. Uh, he crashed his car, and people came running to help him, and he started shooting them. Then went into the school and started shooting. Okay. If this happened in Chicago and the shooter was black, we wouldn't be talking about this, unfortunately. Oh, my God. That is one of the most... Correct the mundo. Things I've read in a long, long time. What's wrong with that? Ha- I-, I have nothing wrong with having armed security guards. I have nothing wrong with this. Look, 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 this is what we need to do. I, I've said it so many times, and yesterday, everybody's coming out. Gun control, gun control, gun control, gun control. He bought the guns legally. I don't know if he used those guns yet, but he bought those guns legally. There's nothing pro- prohibiting him. He's 18 years old. He can buy a gun. We're not going to rip rights away. Uh, let's see. Um... Alicia, I bet that would cost us less than $40 billion. How about we spend the money here? This is what, the, 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 look, all right. I've talked about this a number of times. We are a smart group of people in this country. We can have it. It, it, it. Let's just talk about schools right now, since that's the big thing. Why is it that school, I understand why there are so many exits at schools for fire and things like that. Why are those doors allowed to open from the outside? On a side note, a gun with a loaded magazine was found in the desk of a second grader in South Sacramento. Also, I read Roseville student was recently arrested for making threats and having a kill list. It's not a gun problem, it's a mental health issue. Oh, hold on a second. Correct the mundo. Um, meanwhile, politicians are being assholes using this to push their agenda, and there's 19 mamas out there with empty arms. Amen to that. Amen to that. Let's set this up like we set up all these important buildings. I mean, I guess we would call an elementary school an important building, right? Do you remember that little event that happened on September 11th, 2001? You remember that? You remember that wackiness? That quacky, crazy guys flying buildings into planes? Do you know what that did? That changed the way they did security in the biggest city in the world, New York. You cannot go into a building and get anywhere in that building now without going through one Armed station. I have no problem. If you want to hire former police officers, former military, you get them all checked out, make sure they're okay. You want them at the entry of that school, there's one way in. And we put cameras on every other door in that school. 
If a kid opens a door to let somebody in, that kid is now suspended from school. No, no, no second chances. And don't come crying to me when your kid lets some other kid in and we suspend them both. You want safety, right? I am giving you the, I, I, I'm giving you the cure. The cure is one entrance. Well, that means we have to leave earlier. <laughs> do you want safe or do you want to sleep in? Well, if we just ban guns, if we just ban guns, what? If we just ban guns, then the bad guys will have guns? Yes, I agree with you. That would be... Correct the mundo. Right. Why is it that nobody in this country can seem to come up with the right ideas when it comes to things? I mean, we all sit around, look, look, we, we can all be tough, but I can live by this. If you kill somebody in a DUI accident, guess what? You can never drive again. You should be in jail for a long-ass time, but I, I know we ain't going to keep that in there because of what Joe Biden says. I mean, you know, Joe Biden and his DUIs. You only arrest for the purpose of dealing with a felony that's committed, and I don't count drunk driving as a felony. There you go. There's your, your, your leader right there. I'm okay with that. See, we need to be a little bit harder. Everybody wants to fall back on these rights they think they have. And you don't. You can't take my driver's license away from me. I have a right to drive. Oh, oh, contraire, mo frere. Mm-mm. And when you go to work or you go to school, let's start with schools. You got to drop your kid off. They got to walk through a metal detector and through the one entrance. And by the way, that's the only entrance that you can get in all day. Every other door will open from the inside to where it's not a fire hazard. And once again, I said we have cameras on there. We catch kids, and, and there are alarms on those doors. We all went to school. We all know about the fucking alarms. We got bells, whistles, everything going off in schools. One way in. That's it. See, I, I just fix the schools like I fix the strike or the Major League Baseball problem. You want to speed up games? Okay. S- call the strike zone. There you go. I fix the games. 100% restrict access to all schools. Fence and gate them. Restrict the access to only permitted. Approved adults, family members, designated picker-uppers, but not to random prior students or anyone that with a trench coat. Restrict the access to the building 100%. If it's important to us, we would. They restrict access to courthouses. They restrict access to jails, hospital rooms. We should, uh, after multiple schools, absolutely. That one way in, that's the only way in all day. And that metal detector is working all day, and that armed guard is there all day. Now what? Uh, maybe if we restored the nuclear family and had a strong home life for these kids and go back to when we could raise kids with a single income, 
so that there is one parent that isn't distracted by work and can focus on the mental health of their children. Douglas, I love you, buddy. I did. I, I, I love that, and I love that sentiment. And, and look, look, you hear that sentiment all the time about a strong nuclear family. And, and we hear a lot of times that's what's wrong with the... the that, that's why there are so many crimes committed in the black communities because they don't have the nuclear family anymore. There's a lack of daddies there. Whatever. Okay. You're going to have to change human nature for that one. I agree with you that I think that that should be, you know, par for the course. If mom wants to go and, and, and bring in the bacon, I, I'd stay at home. I'm okay with that. But we live in a society where it's just... We, we, we don't have that anymore. Now we have to keep up with what the people down the street have. If the people down the street have a brand new jet ski, we have to buy a boat. Which means you have to work more and more and more and more, and that means you're at home less and less and less. That's where we've evolved to. We have to either de-evolve back to the nuclear family or re-evolve to the nuclear family. Uh, how about teachers and school officials put the fucking clamp down on kids who make fun of uh, and, and bully others, who ostracize other kids, the kids who grow up with a fucking chip on their shoulder? How about the school stop jerking off with agendas and actually looked out for kids? Unlike parents, these vaunted school people have training in such things. You see a kid with mental health issues or signs, they might have them do something about it. I'll say okay to that, but I say this once again to the bullying. I, I, I would say that that comes down to the parenting. And if you're getting bullied, kids getting bullied, teach your kids to stand up to the bully. Now, if you have a kid that can't stand up to the bully, then the school has to come in. I agree. But in the world that we live in right now, the schools are like, they're, they're trying to do as little as possible. And I'm giving you the greatest, easiest way out. One way in. One fucking entrance. I don't care if you have to leave earlier or have if school teachers have to get this. Do you want safety? Do I want to come and do a show where I know the first hour, hour and a half, we're going to talk about kids dying? You think that revs me up on a Wednesday? No, it pisses me off. And then what pisses me off further are people like Steve Kerr who come out. And, and, and people like LeBron James who are calling for all these gun control shit while, while, while LeBron James has a security guard who is probably has a gun strapped to him. We can't make it that easy for people to get guns. Why not? You're right. I, I, I'm sorry, it's a right. Let's go back in time and erase the Second Amendment. Let's just get rid of the Second Amendment. And you know what that means, LeBron? Your security guard can't have a gun. Geraldo, too, he's an... Geraldo's a fucking... He's an ass clown. He's an ass clown. He's a monkey ass clown. That's all Geraldo Rivera is. I don't know what Geraldo Rivera really believes, but I can't believe he's this stupid. I, I, I haven't seen what he said about this. I'm just going off recent stupid things that Geraldo has done. I have no idea why he's on Fox News. 
Brett, you're absolutely right. A war on guns will end the same way as the war on drugs. I say bring them to the state-run mental institutions back, toss the nutbags in there. We can call it Thunderdome, put cameras inside, and televise the mayhem of the crazies. Now, I don't know enough about this shooter, or actually, or care enough about him to know what's going on with him. I, I'm glad it was a Border Patrol agent. Maybe they'll get some love back after they were whipping all those immigrants. Oh, wait, they weren't actually whipping them. They just wanted to make them seem racist and worthless. Instead, they saved other kids' lives by putting fucking bullets in this kid's head. I mean, the the serious real talks that we have to have about this shit, look, we can all sit down and agree. That if you walk into a school and you open fire, you walk into a movie theater, you open fire, you walk into a grocery store, open fire, you walk into a church and open fire, guess what? Guess what? If we catch you and we don't kill you on the scene, you can, you can, I, 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 look, look, we all have to sit down in society and say this is okay. If we catch you in a movie theater or a public setting and you have opened fire and we haven't taken you out, the, the police, then your first day in jail, you get killed. You get shanked. Yeah, I, I, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm not following any kind of procedures here. These people that shoot up schools should die immediately. The end. No trial. No court date. I don't want to hear that they had mommy and daddy issues. Look, look, look. Honestly, Christopher, and I'm not making fun of you for this at all. Christopher, with that letter that he wrote today about Top Gun, with what his his, his uncle told him or whoever it was that told him he's fat and he can never fly planes, that's the kind of shit that would set somebody off. And it's just to the point where those people are assholes in society. And and when somebody set off like that and they're ready to fucking shoot, you ain't going to stop them. No, you don't kill them immediately. You torture them slowly to death. Whatever. Like, 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 look, look here. This is what we could do. If you're a, a, a mass shooter, if you're one of these people, and we can put kid rapists in there and all that kind of stuff. We put them in this room and it's a slide. And they slide into the torture dome. There's no court cases for them. There, there's, there's no trials. There's no juries. And they're their own executioners. Uh, Kale says, I'm a firm believer in shooting them in the dick and letting them bleed out. I hear you. Uh, by the way, I got a cool letter. Uh, I, I, I just want to uh, read this letter brought to you by JS Floors. Um, it says, hey, Arnie, longtime fan, listener since the 98 Rock days. I found your new site three months ago after talking to some other fans at a friend's house and searching you. I've been listening on the uh, show page, but couldn't find the chat until I downloaded the Mixler app. In fact, you all had read a few of my emails on your old show, so it's always nice to interact with you. Anyways, I live in the Bay Area, 43 years and counting, and it's getting closer and closer to time to head out of here. 
It's awesome to hear your show, but I usually at work in the yard and on water treatment plants, so I listen when I get a chance to keep up the great work. That is Swoosh. Swoosh 23. Well, thank you, man. I appreciate that. I always like getting letters like that. And please keep telling people about the show because we can have real conversations here that don't get cut off by commercial breaks. They don't get cut off by angry bosses. They don't get cut off by sponsors. We can talk about real things here. The rest think Top Gun is anti-American. Amen. Every day they get another two inches of limb fed into the wood chipper and they have to consume their own mashed product. I like that. Sushi work at a water treatment plant. A turd farmer, eh? My dad did that for 20 years. Uh, I don't agree with you, Arnie. I'm on the same boat as Ogre. This motherfucker needs to suffer. Uh, hey, hey, if y'all want him to suffer, that's fine. That's like, Look, I'm just trying to pass what I think will pass. You're never going to pass the suffer. <laughs> Torture Dome is not going to happen. As much as we want it to happen, I mean, I'm pushing for just killing them. You guys want to torture them. And I would imagine every parent, every one of those parents last night, 19 of them, 19 sets of parents would love to torture that shooter if they could get their kid back. Make it a real-life Saw movie. <laughs> no, there isn't. Look, it, I don't know what the answer is. I, I, I don't know what the big answer is to all this when it comes to shootings. Uh, let's see. Thank God the show, uh, because the media is kissing Steve Kerr's ass today like he's the smartest person in the room. Steve Kerr's daddy was shot to death. Okay, so Steve Kerr is going to be a little bit more animated and, and things like that, and I understand it. Hey, and I understand. I get it. I get that we are we're sitting here going, it's another one of these. Let's all let You know, here's the funny thing. If we truly have had 900 mass shootings since the beginning of the year, how has there been anything else on the news? This happened yesterday in Uvalde, Texas. This is all that was on the news yesterday. We haven't had that. We've had it a couple times all day on the news, but not 900 days. Hell, that would be three years from now. We'd still be talking about the first eight months of the year. And I already know Chicago doesn't count, so that's about 90% of these shootings. Uh-huh. Death by the ass Mount Rushmore of the worst ways to die. We did that one. Uh, still don't get why 18-year-old went to an elementary school. Like, were there eight-year-olds bullying him? I don't think we're ever going to know that. I mean, this is like like the, the, the one kid who did that at Sandy Hook, his mama taught there. So maybe, I don't know. I, I, you know what? Here's the thing. If we try to understand this guy, we're, we're looking into and caring why he did I don't care why he did this. He did this. He's a piece of shit. Die. Um, that's true. I grew up as an unwanted kid and my little brown stepchild. I could have easily turned out a different kind of person, but I guess my 
Nature is just not mass shooter type. Instead, I love comedy, video games, movies, and driving. We're going to get you in a fucking fighter jet, too, motherfucker. Uh, I just liked, uh, liked up Steve Kerr. I had no idea. Looked up what he was and why the fuck does it matter what he thinks. He wanted easy targets. Uh, I'm similar. I hate this species with sincerity. <laughs> but I can't fathom going out shooting people. I keep my loathing in my head and use my words. If I wanted to destroy the species, I'd invent a meteor magnet and everyone kill everyone at once. It's a nice fantasy, but meh, I have to live with it. And just as this vile species keeps going because, well, it's killing itself, which is sort of good vengeful feeling for me. Yeah, there's certain levels of crazy that you have to only be crazy to understand. I, I look, look and, and like I said, I, I do not care what this kid's motivation was. I don't care if mommy didn't hug him in a like, like this this whole idea. Well, he he has mental health issues. We all have mental health issues. We've all had this shit happen to us, every single one of us. And that's not had me take a high powered rifle into a fucking school or anywhere to begin with. And open it up. Anybody that wants to make excuses for this kid or blame the gun, there is only one person to blame, and that is, what's this fucker's name? Salvador Ramos. He's it. Whoever is gun manufacturer is not to blame. Bullet company, not to blame. Uvalde school system. They're not to blame. The entire school system is because, once again, I've already told you what the problems are with this. It's the mouthy PTA moms and dads. If you have one entrance to a school and it's guarded, armed, well, we'll say it's guarded, it's armed. You have two people standing there. Maybe you can have three people. I don't give a fuck. You got one person working the metal detector. Maybe the other person working the x-ray machine. And then you got a guard, and all three of them have guns. Maybe the third guy is just gun, and he's got uh, uh, the, the, whatchamacallit, the hoop-de-hoo, the uh, metal detector, the whee, the wand. And that's the only way you can go in. Now, a lot of people say, well, then the shooter will show up and they'll shoot everybody in the line. Okay. So what's going to stop him from shooting up a line at a movie theater? So are we going to outlaw lines because a crazy person might go and shoot up a line? What if somebody went crazy and they shot up Disneyland? Or how about this? What if this kid went to grandma's house, not only shot her, but stole her car, and then drove that car into the school and ran over kids inside the school? What if the car could get in the school and ran over kids? Would we be talking about banning cars? And, and you're probably looking at your computer. Arnie, that's silly. That, it, but it, it's happened. It happened twice. 
in New York City. New York City! One guy did it in a car. Another guy rented a Home Home Depot-like truck. And he ran over eight people, killing them all. When did we sit down and have the conversation about banning trucks? Outlaw criminals, boom. That's a great one. Schools are sounding more and more like nightclubs. I mean... You're in a nightclub, for School, God's sake. For God's what do you think is going to happen at a nightclub? Right. People are drinking yeah. and doing drugs. Yeah. Yeah. There are women school. there, and, uh, and then people have guns. Yeah. So, yeah. anyway, go ahead. That is the school. I mean, all those things you can find in schools, especially the women part. Swoosh says, actually, punish criminals. Stop letting them back on the streets. Ken Dog uh, says, Arnie, you're 100% correct. One entrance is the only answer. Treat it like a police station. I'll say that. Let, let me say this. I appreciate that, Ken Dog. I think I think there might be other answers in there, but I think that's the best way to start right there. One entrance. And 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 look, I, I've seen this. We didn't have. We had a student ID card, but we didn't show it. We put that in our wallet and forgot it until the next year when we took it out and threw it away so we could get our next ID card. But now I know kids have to wear like IDs around their neck to show they belong and it's their past to be in the school. Okay, great, 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 great. Let's keep that up. And how about we monitor those kind of things? Like if they use that to swipe to get into a room, are, are we watching that kind of stuff? Ah, you can't watch that. No, 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 no. Do you want safety? Wait a second. Wait, 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 wait. You can't say you can't do that and still want safety. See, this is the thing I'm tired of. Number one are innocent children dying. That's the first and foremost thing I'm tired of is innocent children dying. Innocent parents having to bury their children. Number one. By a long shot. But number two, I'm tired of all the rah, 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 the back and forth of what to do. Get something done. Well, it's not that easy. Yes, it is. I'm a 50-year-old fat podcaster who's figured it out that if it, and I didn't even figure it out. The city of New York figured it out on 9-12-01. Well, well, what if they should, I, the windows are pretty much, aren't the windows bulletproof in school anyway? I mean, people have tried to shoot out windows all the time. Okay, well then, all right, next time you build a school, don't put any windows in there. Well, that, well, that, 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 do you want it safe? More safety, there's less freedoms, less rights. If you want to feel safe, you have to be willing to give up shit. And don't give me this bullshit. You know. 
Oh, well, whatever bullshit you want to give me on this, oh, we can do this, and it's okay to get... No, 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 no. There's no other way to do it. If you want to make schools safer, you're going to have to give up, and I'm not going to say give up freedoms or give up rights, but you're going to have to give up some of your perks. You know, if you're the late mom, and you're... I'm sorry, late parent... I want to pick on moms here. If you're the late mom, I'll go back to it. I don't give a fuck. Come after me. I dare you. If you're the late mom and you're running late to school and your kid can't get in, hey, your kid's going to be fucking late because that line's going to be long. Don't bitch and moan about it. You want the school safe, don't you? No, kids got depressed and less attention paid with distance learning. Oh, I can agree with that. Uh, Brett says, serious question, is distance learning from home as we saw during COVID? No, not at all. No, I I understand you're just making a conversation. No. That's about the worst thing you could do to kids. I I thought the distance learning thing, I I honestly, it, it makes me sick to think what we did to our kids during COVID. We retarded our children. Uh, I shouldn't say we because I don't have any kids and I didn't do anything. And I, I, I'm not saying we turned them into a bunch of corkies. No, we didn't do that. We retarded. Yeah, we retarded their growth. We stumped their growth. You imagine being like in the fourth grade? You, you, let, let, let's go back in time. Let's go try to remember. Let's see if I can remember back that far. Between like fifth and sixth grade or between fourth and seventh grade, whatever, any time in there. Can you imagine not seeing your friends for two years? Not going to school, not playing baseball, not playing football, not doing any of your extracurricular activities for two years? In the guise of some bullshit safe safetiness? that word safetiness and you still get COVID I mean we we did such an all these people that are crying and all this today and, and I believe about 19 of them are crying for real and well every kid every kid that's crying that went to that school that had to see this and all the parents now that have to live with this and how this is going to affect those kids? I'm gonna I'm gonna say something very unpopular here. Very unpopular. If you're one of those parents as a kid that survived this, don't ever let that kid start questioning why did I survive and the others didn't. There's no answer for that. And, and and you should tell that kid that there's no answer for it. And a lot of people say, well, God was on your side or this or that. No, there's no answer for it. So stop looking for the answer. Because then, see, what, what happens is once you start looking for that answer of why did I survive and that, that my best friend didn't, you start hating everything in your life. 
because you don't feel worthy of it, even though you are worthy of it. There's no reason. There's no rhyme or reason. That guy's aim was off. Could it be a miracle from God? It could be. If you believe in that kind of stuff, sure. But don't let the kids get soft from this. Well, the kids don't want to go to school anymore. Well, that's too bad. We got to get them back at school. We patch up the bullet holes. We take them back to that school because that's what we do. We get back on the fucking horse. And we live in a day and age now where this school will most likely be shut down. It'll be torn down. We'll never hear from it again. You know, they'll rebuild something. And to me, it, and honestly, personally, this is my own personal opinion, and you can disagree with me, and we can, we can have an honest to God talk about it. But when we tear this shit down... We don't remember it. Honestly. I mean, nobody really remembers what happened in Oklahoma City. They've got a nice little monument there and things like that. And and, and I know they had to tear that down because half the building was blown down. But we tear down all these things now. As much as I hate going to downtown Dallas because they've torn it into a tourist destination now to see where John F. Kennedy was shot, and it was such a black eye for the state of Texas, but they kept him up there. And I'm glad they kept him up there. You know why? Not for monetary purposes for the city, but to remember that, to pay homage to that. And I think tearing this school down in Uvalde would be a a disservice. I think tearing down Sandy Hook was a disservice to all those kids and all those parents who have to survive with that. We get back up on the horse. I don't know why you survived. I don't. I can't tell you. But you did, and now you need to live your life. Otherwise, you're wasting it living in the past. Uh, I've been told you won't get COVID if you never get tested. That is true. The whole reason to have guns, the government is to kept in check by the citizens. Hell, if the army gets drones with missiles and tanks, it should be illegal. It should be legal for citizens as well. If you interpret the second amendment, how it was intended. I hear you swoosh. Parents are going to need to put their kids in therapy. Things like that are traumatic. When you have adults having issues, when they've been in similar situations, it's only going to get worse for kids because now they have a life full of fears and anxieties to look forward to. Well, you and I will agree to disagree with that. Because, look, I I don't think the first thing is there. I'm from the old, old school where you kick the kids in the ass and you tell them to move on. I might be wrong with that, and, and, and I don't have kids, so thank God. But I, I have so many reservations when it comes to therapy. If it works for you, great. Fantastic. I, I, and I'm not saying, look, look, when I say I have reservations about it, it's because of what I've had to go through with therapy. If it works for you, great. I'm not saying not to do it. 
what I am saying is that that's your first go to. <sighs> I think the first therapeutic person the kids should talk to is their parents. Study after study after study. Doctors, fucking celebrities, peers, meaning their own classmates. Who do kids listen to more? It's still somewhere in the 90 percentile that parents is the number one answer. It's not cool. They're listening to you. They might, they might not show you that they're listening to you, but they're listening to you. You should talk to them. Um, let's see. They've got live updates here. Let's see what the live update is now. I mean, uh, 19 kids, two teachers were killed. Nothing's changed there. So uh, let, let's go to the whole gun thing. Uh, wait, do you think a, a group peer session with kids uh, would help? No. I, I, I think the first thing that should be done is the parents should talk to the kids. Parents should talk to their own kids, not other kids, uh, just their kids. See how they're feeling, see what they want to talk about, see what they're scared of. And then that's when if you're a parent and you've talked to your kids – and you don't have the answer for them, then you can start to look maybe for outside help, in my opinion. Don't get me wrong, yes, they have to move on, but they are developed enough in life to have the tools to help them emotionally survive long-term issues. Their parents are great, but sometimes having someone there in addition isn't wrong or wrong. Absolutely. Absolutely, I agree. If mom and dad can't handle it, then you got to have somebody to help them get back on the horse. That's all I care about is getting back up on the horse. That's it. I don't care how you get there, and it shouldn't take forever. But what happens is kids say they're, they're upset, they don't want to go to school. Well, I, you got to go to school. School's open, you got to go. Thank, you know, here, here's the one thing I'll say that, that is kind of okay at least it happened near the end of the school year to where the kids were going to be gone anyway. So now this is a good good way to let, let, let's just let, if you want to, here, I'll go with this. How about we let them out for the summer now? Just let them out for the summer. Patch up the school, bring the kids back. Kids don't feel, want to go back to that school, you kick them in the ass, you make them go back to that school. That's my opinion. Schools usually do grief counseling after something like this. Well, once again, once again, let's go to the parents first. Let the parent let let mom and dad, the people the kids listen to, let mom and dad talk to them first. And then, like I said, if mom and dad can't help, they 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 don't want to be a part of it. They, they they don't know how to deal with it. Then okay, you want to call the grief counselors in, call them in. This is why it's the hardest job in the world, people. You're raising adults. Shit happens to kids all the time, and it fucks with them. Depending on how, 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 how needy your kid is, if they drop an ice cream cone, maybe that could set them off to where they're going to fucking shoot up a school someday. I don't know. 
But the idea of getting rid of guns, and, and and as Joe Biden said yesterday, the the being spineless to the gun lobbyists. This isn't the gun lobby. This is the United States Constitution, first of all. Now, if you want to sit down and talk about changing it, okay. You're going to get a lot of people on your side, and I'm afraid you're not. So what happens if the kid, and, and by the way, this is happening, and I'll tell you exactly what happens. Let's say this kid knew Valde, who had a rifle and a handgun. What if they were both handguns? He goes through the school, he shoots up, he kills 19 people with handguns. Are we having this conversation? That's the question I'll have you. If he used a handgun, would we have used the uh, first hour of the show to talk about this? this i think our culture over many years has become rotten these type of shootings are just a symptom of it whether it's a white supremacy or just a random shooting how do we solve it i don't know more guards restrict guns less anxiety drugs for children in fact i wouldn't be surprised if we learned this guy was on prescription meds what failed this guy apparently this kid was fucked up he would have screaming matches with his mom and people at work parents have lost contact with their children and getting them help if something is wrong. Until we address the root issues like the American family, this will continue to happen. A lot of that I agree with. Oh, Brett. Brett, Brett, Brett. Not sure. Handgun and rifle, same general effect? Mm, I'll explain. Having additional resources isn't a bad thing. Parents, grandparents, aunts, uncles, cousins, mentors, whatever it takes to help a kid. Uh, should feel comfortable being able to talk to you about these issues. I pray for those families and peace. Yes, amen. Amen, Alicia. I asked the question, if this was a handgun shooting, would it be a big deal? And the answer is no. We wouldn't be sitting here talking about this. Arnie, how can you say that? Well, because I have the past to rely on. It's Kentucky. Young man went into a school there because I believe he was turned down to go on uh, to a dance. Opened fire and killed four people with a handgun. I know it's only four, but that was a school shooting. Do you remember? I do. What about the kid in South Carolina who actually used an, a, a deer rifle? Goes into the school with a deer rifle and kills three people. We talk about banning guns then? Mm, I don't think so. You remember it? I do. 
Why? Because I've had to report on most of these stories my entire career. As much as I do not like children, I will give them this, that they have something harder than we do, or we did. We never had to worry about school shootings when we were in school. No one ever thought that was possible. And now it's been deemed possible. Handguns will be harder to get the public behind banning them. Like Alicia says, rifles are big and scary. Oh, I understand. Oh, I, I, I get it. I understand. Yes, because rifles are big and scary. But if it looks like something that the military uses, well, we have to get rid of that right away. You see, and this is the problem that I have. As everybody wants to get rid of the AR-15, and this kid put up pictures of AR-15s on his Instagram page. We allow that to happen. That door to the Second Amendment, like Swoosh talked about earlier, gets open even further. Because we've opened it. We don't allow automatic weapons. People can't have tanks in their house. Right? It, it, right? We're all okay with that. But we keep opening that door. Opening that door, opening that door, pretty soon the Second Amendment's gone. It's going to tell you how many bullets you can buy. That's already happening. Uh, I think the anti-gun crowd will go after guns in general. Oh, you're right. You're absolutely right. Let's see. Uh, Stephanie, okay, Stephanie and I are going to argue here. Parents are having to submit DNA samples to compare to the children inside. The children are so mangled from the assault rifle that they're confirmed by DNA. Uh, I'm sorry, but the whole owning guns is our God-given right is bullshit. It should be our God-given right for babies to go to school and not get murdered. The world is so fucked up. I understand. Yes, the world is very, very fucked up. It's still our God-given right to have a gun in this country. And if you don't like it, change it. I, look, I, I'm not saying you're wrong. If you want to, I implore you all. If you don't like the Second Amendment, go to your senators. Go to your congresspeople. Go do all that stuff and get something on a ballot or go to the Supreme Court. And say, we want to we overturn the Second Amendment. You have every right to do so. Now, there's going to be a large group of people that are going to disagree with you, and they're probably going to be there too. But that's the beauty of our country, is that you can do stuff like that. You can say things like that. I don't want to live in a country where I can't protect myself, because that means then I can't protect myself from the government if the government turns evil. I love the fact that there are people that are upset with the the Constitution and things like that, and you have every right to, as an American to go and change it. And if you don't change it, then you have to live with it, or, I'm sorry, get out. It's that easy. You can only murder a child if it's your own. <laughs> 
Uh, let's see. We keep finding out every day how much Arnie and Pepperidge Farms have in common. Pepperidge Farms and Arnie both remember. <laughs> Pepperidge Farm remembers. Ah, uh, that day on the beach. Pepperidge Farm remembers. Pepperidge Farms was in, in Massachusetts because it sounds like that in the guy's accent. Pepperidge Farm remembers. Now, Ratberger wrote me back and says, there is not a, there is no right to an education. There are federal laws. Uh, uh, pretty sure guns came to school back then. Should we consider doing that again? People did that, and then for their protection, any thoughts on that anti-gun people? Look, look, I don't think guns should be at school. I think that maybe there might be two or three guns allowed on a school campus who are carried by licensed and trained people with guns. I'm okay with that. But arming teachers, I, I, I no, uh-uh. Uh, let's see. Uh, my freshman year, a guy went into school, stabbed two guys, grabbed his ex-girlfriend, duct taped her, and poured gasoline on her before we stopped. Guns aren't the issue. Holy shit. I, swoosh, we, we'll, we'll talk more about guns not being the issues when hammers kill more people in this country than guns do, but okay. I, I, I understand. We're all worked up. 19 kids were murdered yesterday. I get it. I'm, I'm letting you guys work out your angst here because that's what I do. Uh, let's see. Uh, what I'd like to know more about and wish was discussed more is what does taking care of mental health mean? After shootings, we all say we need to take a – yeah, how are we going to do that? What happens? Who does what? It's almost a blanket statement to avoid other things. Man, oh, man, let me say barav fucking O. Because I can answer that question, though. I can answer that fucking question. You ain't going to like it. You ain't going to like my answer, but it's my answer. How do we do it? Well, we let we if a kid's a fucking nut and we know he's a nut, we lock his ass up. The end. If we know this kid's going to be dangerous and he's going to hurt other people because of the writings he's had, because of the, you know, the fucking speaking in fucking devil tongues, whatever, then we can go, that kid's fucking crazy. Let's put him in. That's what I'm talking about. That, that's one way, because this whole mental health thing, well, this is all about mental health. I agree. It take, <laughs> I mean, this is one of those stand-up comedy moments where I'm having. Somebody who is within their faculties in their brain does not go, hey, I'm going to arm myself and go shoot a bunch of toddlers today. What genius came out and said, ooh, that's a mental health issue? No fucking shit. I, I don't see a lot of sane people going around fucking shooting up just churches and schools. That person's insane. No shit, detective. Way to go. Now what? Were there warning signs in place? Well, then that's where we get to sit down again. You see... This is why I love doing the shows because I can take my time. I don't care if I talk for the fucking whole length of this show about this topic. This is where we can sit down, 
with each other and go, hey, if, if a kid is showing signs X, Y, Z, do we think it's okay that we just throw him into a, a mental facility for a while to get his head screwed on straight? Because there are a lot of people that will fight you once again. These are the same people that are showing up when you want to ban guns. Well, you're going to have fucking resistance against this. People going, well, if the kid didn't do anything, they shouldn't have to be fucking in, in put in. They drew crazy pictures. So what? Because there is that contingency out there that talk about these things and draw these things and do all these horrible things. Well, they don't do any of them. They show the signs. But they never do them their entire life. You put that person in a mental institution just because they've drawn and said really crazy things? These are all things that we, the people, society, government, all of us, need to actually sit down and talk about. But the problem is this. I don't have time to do that. I have to be at work. I have to be at this. I have to be at that. And let me just say this right now. I understand that everything I just described there is very important to you. I'm not going to tell you what's important to you. I learned a lot in the, uh, the COVID lockdown when they, when they said that there were, there were necessary employees and unnecessary employees. I think everybody is necessary. I, di- I didn't understand what that was about with the government. And this is why I, I come to where those people would say, hey, man, I got too much stuff going. That's their lives. They, you can't make them be a part of this. And until we all figure out what we all really want, we're never going to. I'm not saying we give up on things like this. I think we have a valid start when it comes to all this. Uh, let's see. Uh, what I like? Okay, let's see. Uh, fine. We won't use a gun. He'll use something else to kill him. You're going to get rid of the, that too, the next thing and the next thing. No, you're not. No, you're absolutely right, Straight Fire. They haven't banned Home Depot pickup trucks yet in New York. In other countries where they outright ban guns have more violence per population, they just use other tools for violence and guns. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, Ogre, I agree. Mental health is always the thing people say need to be addressed. While the same breath under the words, uh, there are more than two genders and push the kids to be on hormone blockers. We do have a mental health issue, but we're also breeding and growing it. God, that, that said so perfectly. It's a mental health issue to propagate it and blame it. Uh, Arnie would do such a better job in office than Biden. No, I would Yeah, fuck that. I, I'm just telling you right now. That this is one of those things that I, I can't put this one on Joe. I mean, Joe comes out yesterday, and he gets his tough guy act, and I don't have the audio. I, I Let's see if I – I think I can find it. I think I, I saw it last night late. But uh, let's see. 
I mean, we had plenty of senators losing their minds yesterday, banging on things, saying, oh, this only happens in our country. There's a lot of things that only happen in our country. Well, I can't, let's see. Anything on Biden now? Uh, oh, I know what I can do. I can Google it. Let's see. Google. This is this is him at his toughest. Where's the audio? Okay, here we go. No, I don't want to play the stupid game. I want to watch a damn video. Nope. Let's go. Come on. No, I don't want this. Not now. fucking video. No, I don't want this. How long is this fucking thing? Okay, is that it? Birdscape's done? There we go. This is a CBS News special report. I'm John Dickerson in Washington. We come on this. the air tonight after another mass shooting in oh, America. I don't want to watch this. I want to, I want to be able to fast forward it. Oh, here we go. Oh, this ought to be good. All right, here's and never have them jump in bed and cuddle with them. That's creepy. Parents will never be the same. To lose a child is like having a piece of your soul ripped away. As a nation, we have to ask, when in God's name are we going to stand up to the gun lobby? When in God's name we do what we all know in our gut needs to be done. It's been 3,448 days, 10 years since I stood up at a high school in Connecticut, a grade school in Connecticut, Jesus. where another gunman ma massacred 26 people, including 20 first graders at Sandy Hook Elementary School. Since then, there have been over 900 incidents of gunfires reported on school grounds. Go to Chicago. Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida. Santa Fe High School in Texas. Oxford High School in Michigan. The list goes on and on, and the list grows when it includes mass shootings. That play by the way, by the way, what about the shooting that just happened recently here where the kid had a handgun and he was released from jail? Oh! He was black. Oh, that's right. Oh, shit, I forgot. That kid was black, and he only used a handgun. My bad. My bad. Go ahead, Mr. President. Sorry. Like movie theaters, houses of worship, as we saw just 10 days ago at a grocery store in Buffalo, New York. I am sick and tired of it. We have to act. And don't tell me we can't have an impact on this carnage. When we passed the assault weapons ban, mass shootings went down. When the law expired, mass shootings tripled. What struck me was these kinds of mass shootings rarely happen anywhere else in the world. Well, minus the whole Middle East. You, Why? You can't count that. The Middle East, they, they have terrorists. They, they blow have things mental up. health problems. They have domestic disputes in other countries. 
Again, they blow each other up. They have people who are lost. Well, they stab each These other. These kinds of mass shootings never happen with the kind of frequency. Okay. They happen uh, in America. I have why? to stop this. Oh, oh you, want, you want to know why? I'll tell you why. Because the world is fucking poor compared to us. Sorry, not sorry. Why is soccer the world's most popular sport? Has anybody ever thought about this? I know I've, 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 I've researched it. I've done my business. Soccer is the world's most popular sport because it's the cheapest. There are some countries that they cut off a goat's head and they use that as a soccer ball. And I'm not kidding. Do you know why they don't have more mass shootings around the world? I'll tell you why. Because they don't have the money to buy the guns that we do. Sorry, not sorry. You fucking asshole. If you, you want to get all worked up over it, Joe, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. That, that it looks like you're trying to do something presidential now, but you just shit the bed. Because it's not the gun lobby. What does it take, uh, Ogre? I mean, to change a, 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 an amendment in the Constitution was a three-fourths vote. You're going to have to get three-fourths of Congress to vote to ban guns. Really? Really? By the way, what about the 300 or so million guns that are already in America right now legally? Hey, I'm willing to have the conversation. Anybody? Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. Brett, even with the 100 plus years of experience in government, the former vice president has, Biden has set the bar so fucking low. God almighty. But there are kids who wouldn't devolve into being total nuts by just listening to them, validating some of their feelings and letting them not feel different or ostracized. For example, kids with ADHD who have impulse control problems for literal brain pathways to keep them from saying dumb shit, get banished from lots of kids' activities. Do the teachers actually do anything about it or relate it to the parents? They're misbehaving. Kids quite often behave differently at home than they do at school, which is a proven so parents might not even be aware of it. Those kids could grow up fucking nuts or they could have been listened to and taught how to adjust. When people are neglected or told to keep it inside, blah, 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 they bottle it up. Then one day they burst and we're writing hypocritical fucking hands, wish it would go away. News break, it's never going away if we just ignore the shit like the old guard, Red Foreman type. Okay, fair enough. Um, good point, Ogre. Brett says, Goddamn, Joe's playing Bo Bridges again. Can he just die already? Uh, Tyler Rick says, 10 million hours since o Biden has said anything useful. What a tool. <laughs> Thank you, Tahoe Rick. Uh, Black and he had party getting out of jail. The assault weapons ban wax joke. Because it's a cheap sport. At least Joe's a scumbag and he uses his own children's death for political gain. And his own kid's fucking drug use for his political gain. 
Joe, do you ever see the drug cartels killing people? Oh, wait, you've never been to the border. Yeah, you want to talk about mass shootings? Fuck. You, you, you just step into Mexico. That's what Mexico means now in German. It means mass shooting central. Joe, what we need is 10, 30 more gun laws. Soccer is so popular in Mexico, they put a face on it. Yes, the, the cartel was has sewn a face onto a soccer ball. Let's ask nicely that all the criminals give up their illegal guns, and then we can talk about law-abiding citizens giving up theirs. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm all for it. <laughs> Don't worry. Look at your local government. We'll trade your gas for guns, and it'll solve everything. Surely look at Chicago and Baltimore. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, honestly, Sacramento just did a gas for guns thing, and they had to drop it off early. Way to go, people. I, I, I'm telling you, when we get the report in about, I don't know, a month or so, we get a report that crime has dramatically raised in California, in Sacramento. Yes! Everyone can eat shit! A big bag of shit! <laughs> I'm the greatest man! In the world! Yeah, because I, I figured this is too much. Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. <sighs> now, there's a couple other stories from yesterday that we got to get to. Then we'll take a break, and we'll come back. By the way, we're doing Johnny Cash songs today. Today, uh, today. I felt that it would be a good day for Johnny Cash. Um, let's see. Let, let, let's close out all this stuff talked enough about this fucking shooting um let's see oh where the hell did it go did i erase it what's it on oh no no oh the exclusive thing did everybody see the story yesterday that uh a guy was arrested in america Guy was arrested in America who was linked to ISIS. This an Iraqi dude who was going to kill George W. Bush here in Dallas in November. They caught him. He was trying to take video around the president's home and recruiting a team of compatriots he hoped to smuggle into the country. The FBI said it uncovered the scheme through the work of two informants. The suspect, Shihab Ahmad, Shihab, Shihab. He's got three of the same names. He's three Shihab. He was in Columbus, Ohio. Said he wanted to assassinate Bush because he felt the former president was responsible for the killing of many Iraqis and breaking apart the country after the invasion. Ah. <sighs> Federal authorities, let me just say this right now. Let them go. Come on down. Three Shehab, let me just say this right now. You and your ilk of, of, of terrorists, y'all ain't got a very good track record here in the great state. Come on down. Come on, Cletus. Come on. All you got to do, 
Whatever country you're in, you're probably still using microfish at the library. I'll have to explain that one to you way later on, everybody. But they're looking up the story. Garland, Texas police officer, only wearing a flak jacket, took out two armed and protected compatriot arts of this idiot a few years ago, except they forgot wearing their helmets. Oops-a-daisy. Garland cop shoots twice, two dead terrorists. Garland 2, a.k.a. Texas 2, terrorists 0. Bring it. I, I mean, honestly, as Razor Ramon would say, Don't sing it. Bring it. Mm-mm-mm. That's mostly one of those, yeah. His name, let's see, what, what, what's his name? Omar Mahajarifa, something September 11th. <laughs> so that happened yesterday. I know nobody saw that. It was like, oh, shit. Somebody wants to kill George W. Bush? No kidding. Then, oh, boy, California. I, I I miss people in California. I don't miss the California at all due to your governor. Oh, man. California Governor Gavin Newsom threatens to impose mandatory water restrictions. I'm sorry, draconian mandatory water restrictions if the people of his state don't significantly reduce water usage amid the worst drought in at least a century. So, he didn't let you go to work. He, uh, he, he somehow didn't get kicked out of office. Now, the rules didn't apply to him. He could do whatever he wanted, and his kids could do whatever they want when it came to the inoculations. He wanted a bill to be put in place in the state of California to make it a law that you have to get the COVID vaccine in order to work any job in California, from nurses all the way to 7-Eleven mop boys. If you wanted to work in California, you had to show that you were vaccinated. It got voted down. That, that, that got kicked out, so it didn't happen. And now he's coming for your water. Now, I don't know about you, but it seems like that the governor of California is trying to kill Californians. I don't say that lightly either. Look at the evidence. If people don't believe in the shots, then they can't work, and that means they're going to starve to death. Death. He lets his kids do whatever they want. So if they get COVID, they can give it to somebody and move. That person dies. Death. Killing more Californians. And now water. He's going to take your water from you. Where you can't drink it, you can't use it to shower. You're going to be dehydrated to death. California marked its driest January, February, March in the last century. Um, water usage jumped also 19% in March, thanks to HOAs. No, did I say that? That was bad. That was rude of me. Um, compared to la- or 2020, 
Newsom threatened the Institute uh, fines up to $500 for an individual found in violation. Oh, so he's trying to steal your money now, too. So he wants to take your, your water and your money. Just telling you, you reap what you sow, California. You reap what you sow. We really don't uh, have water. We pump it down the aqueduct to L.A. where they let it ruin their green grass to the sidewalk. Yep. Oh, I look, look. California, look. All these water restrictions in California, they just make me laugh. Oh, driest whatever. Da, da, da. Just wait a month. That's all you got to do is wait a month. We were, in, we were in some sort of drought here in Texas last year. And by the amount of rain last night that we got, we've ended every drought known to mankind. With the rain we got last night, they could grow fucking gardenias in Egypt. <laughs> California's dry because Nancy's drinking all the liquid. <laughs> Here come. Oh, man. All right, one more story here. I think it's this one that I want to do. Oh, since we got well, since we got to cover this, let's just get this shit out of the way. San Diego now has considered a, a proposal declaring itself a safe city for abortions. First of all, way to go, San Diego, because the whole state will be a safe spot. Uh, once in, in, here's another. Here, this is a, another fine thing to talk about here. Let, 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 let's just. <sighs> My company is building these damn replacement gates for the canal that's in water to LA. Nice. I'm going to talk here. It's taking a minute for me to figure out exactly how to word this. School shootings, all this kind of talk, the the talk that we just had for the last hour and a half about banning weapons and then what we could do to schools and things like that. And, whoa, look at that. We're butting heads. We're butting heads over. Oh, my God, I can't believe it. America's butting heads over this. This is all we do in this country is we butt heads. We don't talk anything out. We don't work anything out. We don't do anything. We just fucking bicker about it. Right? It's it, it's called pissing in the wind. That's what it's called. Because let's talk about abortions. Half the country wants them. The other half doesn't. And instead of sitting down and figuring all this out, What we're doing is we're making giant blanket statements that one group is a group of killers and the other group is a group of whack job religious people. Instead of sitting down and working this out. Sorry to be off topic, but my God, the Johnny Depp trial is so great. He's back on the stand. It's wonderful distraction from all this. Yeah. Well, how progressive you, San Diego? Pretty much not safe for the babies, though, huh? Yeah, that will not be a destination place for most pregnant women. Hey, you want an abortion? Come on down. San Diego. 
Jesus Christmas, can't we all just get along? See, this is the thing, though, is no, we can't. And we can't be grown-ups about it. We can't be adults about it. I'm part of that group. I can't be a grown-up or adult about some things. You want to get me worked up? You get me worked up saying that there, why is there any reason Nolan Ryan did not go into the Baseball Hall of Fame 100%? Do do, do, do you want to have that conversation with me? Because I can have that conversation with you and go, it's bullshit because just somebody wanted to be an asshole. Because that's what we are in America. Like it or not, the rest of the world sees you, hears you talk, and they see American, and the first thing they think is asshole. Because that's what we've become. Each and every one of us. People used to look at us with some reference. People used to look at Americans and say, fuck, he's an American. Now it's, oh, he's an American. And, and believe me, they trade their shitty life in whatever country they're in to be an American because that means you get to be an asshole. I mean, it, because, yes, San Diego, come here and be born so you can be murdered later. Why can't we all sit around and go, okay, we can't ban it from conception from the second it's conceived. Okay, that, that's just ludicrous. Okay, you can't ban there. And how about this? How about we, if, if the baby's born, then you can't kill it. And, and, and then we'll just, we'll, we'll, we'll negotiate our way down to where there's a, a, a decent point. This is what we do if we, would, if we would work with one another, if we would talk. We would actually have conversations. We could work this out to where we'd get it down, to where we'd have an exact number when you could get up to one, unless it was going to kill you later than you could get it later. But we would sit down and we would work this out. Now, the other thing, the the one thing that we aren't going to work out because then we'd have to sit down again is that there will be a stigma with it. Sorry. There's going to be a stigma with it until we sit down and we get rid of that stigma because there's going to be people that still hate it. And they're going to look at it even worse because they didn't get their way. Once again, assholes. Right? I mean, I mean like, they, they come out of San Diego, we're, we're going to be a sanctuary city. Well, that, that's cool and all, but we got the whole state. And then there's Mexico, and I'm sure they don't give a fuck about it. I, I don't know. I do know this, though. Everybody that bitches and moans about our abortion laws, go somewhere else in the world. If you want to see some strict fucking laws about abortion, leave this country. Please. If the fetus is viable, they should just terminate the pregnancy, not the baby, the fetus. Okay. And like I said, it's one of those things that we all got to sit down. We all got to have this conversation. But there can be people that ain't going to be able to sit down because they got too much going on. So we let other people sit down for us, and then they bamboozle us, or they, they schmooze the wrong people, and bad things happen. And that's what's called living in America. 
775-357 fans is the number. And yes, Ogre, you're a hundred percent right there. We can't even agree if strawberry or grape jam is better on peanut butter and jelly. Exactly. And that's what makes us great and Americans and assholes at the same time. Early one morning while making the rounds, I took a shot of cocaine and I shot my woman down. I went right home and I went to bed. I stuck at 1144 beneath my head. Got up next morning and I grabbed that gun. Took a shot of cocaine and away I run. Made a good run, but I run too slow. They overtook me down in Juarez, Mexico. Laid in the hot joints, taking the pills. And walked the sheriff from Jericho Hill. He said, Willie Lee, your name is not Jack Brown. Here's the dirty hack that shot your woman down. Said, yes, so oh, yes, my name is Willie Lee. If you've got a warrant, just to read it to me. Shot her down because she made me slow. I thought I was her daddy, but she had five more. When I was arrested, I was dressed in black. They put me on a train and they took me back. Had no friend for to go my bail. They slapped my dieter carcass in that county jail. Early next morning, about a half past nine. I spied a sheriff coming down the line. Up then he coughed as he cleared his throat. He said, put me on, you dirty hack, into that district court. Into the courtroom my trial began, where I was handled by 12 honest men. Just before the jury started out, I saw that little judge come as to look about. In about five minutes and walked a man Holding the verdict in his right hand The verdict read in the first degree I hollered, Lordy, Lordy, have mercy on me The judge, he smiled as he picked up his pen Ninety-nine years in the fulsome pen Ninety-nine years underneath that ground Forget today I shut that bad bitch down Come on, you gotta listen unto me Lay off that whiskey and let that cocaine be These men have receptions, Matlock, A50632 And Batshelder, A39879 They have receptions yeah, I doubt that. Love is a burning thing, and it makes a fiery ring bound by wild desire. I fell into a ring of fire I fell into a burning ring of fire I went down, down, down 
and the flames went higher and it burns burns burn the ring of fire the ring of fire I fell into a burning ring of fire I went down, down, down And the flames went higher And it burns, burns, burns The ring of fire The ring of fire The taste of love is sweet When hearts like ours meet I fell for you like a child Oh, but the fire went wild I fell into a burning ring of fire I went down, down, down And the flames went higher And it burns, burns, burns The ring of fire The ring of fire I fell into a burning ring of fire I went down, down, down And the flames went higher And it burns, burns, burns The ring of fire The ring of fire And it burns, burns, burns The ring of fire The ring of fire The ring of fire My daddy left home when I was three And he didn't leave much to Ma and me Just this old guitar and an empty bottle of booze Now I don't blame him cause he run and hid But the meanest thing that he ever did Was before he left, he went and named me Sue Well he must have thought that it was quite a joke And it got a lot of laughs from a lots of folks Seems I had to fight my whole life through some gal would giggle and I'd get red And some guy'd laugh and I'd bust his head I'll tell you, life ain't easy for a boy named Sue <laughs> Well, I grew up quick and I grew up mean My fists got hard, my wits got keen Roamed from town to town to hide my shame But I made me a vow to the moon and stars I'd search the honky-tonks and bars And kill that man that gave me that awful name well, it was Gatlinburg in mid-July And I'd just hit town and my throat was dry I thought I'd stop and have myself a groove At an old saloon on a street of mud There at a table dealing stud Sat the dirty mangy dog that named me Sue Well, I knew that snake was my own sweet dad From a worn-out picture that my mother'd had And I knew that scar on his cheek and his evil eye he was big and bent and gray and old And I looked at him and my blood ran cold And I said, my name is Sue How do you do? How you gonna die? Yeah, that's what I told him Well, I hit him hard right between the eyes And he went down, but to my surprise Come up with a knife and cut off a piece of my ear 
But I busted a chair right across his teeth And we crashed through the wall and into the street Kicking and a-gouging in the mud and the blood and the beard I tell you, I fought tougher men But I really can't remember when He kicked like a mule and he bit like a crocodile I heard him laugh and then I heard him cuss And he went for his gun and I pulled mine first He stood there looking at me and I saw him smile And he said, son, this world is rough And if a man's gonna make it, he's gotta be tough And I know I wouldn't be there to help you along So I give you that name and I said goodbye I knew you'd have to get tough or die And it's that name that helped to make you strong Yeah Now you just fought one hell of a fight And I know you hate me and you got the right To kill me now and I wouldn't blame you if you do But you ought to thank me before I die For the gravel in your guts and the spit in your eye Cause I'm the that named you Sue Yeah, what could I do? What could I do? I got all choked up and I threw down my gun Called him a pawn, he called me a son And I come away with a different point of view And I think about him now and then Every time I try and every time I win And if I ever have a son I think I'm gonna name him Bill or George, anything but Sue I still ain't that What the hell was that? Has, has Apple gone back and edited? Now you just fought one hell of a fight. The world is rough, and if a man's gonna make it, he's gotta be tough. And I know I wouldn't be right, there right. to help you along. So I give you that name, and I said goodbye. I knew you'd have to get tough or die. And it's that name that helped to make you stronger. But I busted a chair right across his teeth And we crashed through the wall and into the street Kicking and a-gouging in the mud and the blood I, and the beer. I, I'm just playing this for... I tell you, I fought tougher men wow. But I really can't remember when He kicked like a mule and he bit like a crocodile I heard him laugh and then I heard him cuss And he went for his gun and I pulled mine first He stood there looking at me and I saw him smile oh, he said, go. son this world is rough, and if a man's gonna make it, he's gotta be tough. And I know I wouldn't be there to help you along. So I give you that name, and I said goodbye. I knew you'd have to get tough or die. And it's that name that helped to make you strong. Yeah. He said, now you just fought one hell of a fight. And I know you hate me, and you got the right to kill me now. And I wouldn't blame you if you do. But you ought to thank me before I die for the gravel in your guts and the spit in your eye. Cause I'm the that's named. What the fuck is that? No, uh-uh. No, we gotta find it. I, uh, I got work to do today. First of all, on behalf of me on this show, I apologize, ass family. I had no idea that they edited out the word son of a bitch. I mean, hell, I still play the old Charlie Daniels songs where he cusses on them. Oh, that angers me. That goes against every part of that song. 
Oh, all right. Enough. Oh, God almighty. I can't believe that. Because I, I, I remember when I came on, uh, one day I wanted to play a David Allen Coe song on the show. A song called uh, That Ain't Country. If That Ain't Country. Yeah, I'll... This one right here. The old man was covered with tattoos and scars. Now, I wanted to play that one day because I had a story that went along with it about getting tattooed. I go through my iTunes account, and lo and behold, it's missing. It's gone. I go to David Allen Coe's page. I can't find it. I go to Google. I Google it, and they have removed that song. And I sat there and I go, they removed the song. Why did they? And I know why they removed the song. There's a part in the song that they, look, this is the part right here. Hold on. She got some in. Drunken mean is a rattlesnake. There, there wasn't, wasn't too much that he would take from a stranger. stranger. There were 13 kids and a bunch of dogs. A house full of chickens and a yard full of hogs. I spent the summertime cutting up logs for the winter. Trying like devil to find the Lord. Working like a nigger from my room and board. Coal burning stove, no natural gas. If that ain't country, I'll kiss your ass. Is that bad? I, I, I mean, I, is it bad? I don't know. I mean, but it's been banned from Apple Music. That song is banned from Apple Music. Yet I believe they have a fellow named Takeshi69 on there who is not black, who throws that word around like it's like, like it's glitter. I, I hate our world so much. I'm ready for that asteroid anytime, Ogre. Uh, all right. Now, if by chance you missed the very end of the show yesterday, and Ogre, I'm sorry, I think you did miss this. I had one of my greatest crank calls ever to the Center for Disease Control. And I called them and I was asking them about monkeypox. Because monkeypox is, is broken out in America. And and, and we have we have put out on the, the internet that the only way to get monkeypox is to either have sex with a monkey or have sex with someone who did have sex with a monkey. I'm trying to, trying to get discredited for that. Uh, but we called the CDC. And I was worried about the, uh, the neighbor kid who was on the spectrum because he had a punt monkey that he liked to diddle. And I was wondering if that was going to mon- cause monkeypox. The woman went off and looked, and she gave me all their... And I asked her if she wanted me to put down the monkey. She's like, oh, no, no, please don't. So if, if you have time, go back and listen from, like, from, from the top of that hour on. That was it, 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 and Alicia gave me the idea. Of, you know what, Alicia? You're listener of today for giving me that idea yesterday because listener of the day yesterday was taken. So you get listener of the day today for that. But we do have an update on monkeypox. I, I need to get – hold on a second. Now, would – would this be wrong? Hold on. I have to find something here. 
I'm on now. Like if I if I talk about monkeypox, do I have to play this? Oh, this is Apple TV. No, I don't have to play Apple TV. In Jurassic World 52, which I'll probably go see just because I want to see the end of this shit. See how they kill off all the damn dinosaurs again. Today's monkeypox report. <laughs> Brought to you by Moderna, which we'll talk about. Oh, I remember watching this. Oh, watch this part. Hold on a second. Oh, oh my God, this is fantastic. These were chimps setting up for an ambush. They go grab a smaller monkey. They've got one. They've got one. Okay, you got to listen to this. This is awesome. Hunters are tearing it apart. Everyone, the hunters in the trees and the spectators on the ground, are screaming with excitement. Hold on a second. Okay, it's dead. They're eating it. Oh, God. It's almost to that part. And now the kill is brought down so that the females and others can share it. Come on. Get to it. Come on now. Oh, they didn't have the, the sound on it. Dude, like, he cracks through like one of the bones. Dude, chimpanzees are not to fuck with. I tell you that right now. If you have, if you have a chimpanzee in your house, I'm never coming in. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> Ogre, goddamn you. Oh, you're going to hell. Uh, uh, I imagine CD's response was given by some slack-jawed civil servant who couldn't give two shits about monkeypox. They didn't even know what monkeypox was. Tahoe Rick says, I asked a fast food server yesterday if their beef tacos had monkey meat in it. The poor kid got confused and went to ask his manager. I told him Taco Bell uses monkey meat in their tacos. The manager comes out to say loudly that there's no monkey meat in their store. I told him I'm not afraid of the monkey pox and that monkey meat gives me real bad gas. <laughs> there is no monkey meat in our store. Oh, my God. Oh. Tahoe Rick, you have got to get that on video next time. Oh, if anything ever happens like that, you gotta get. Uh, so the update on monkeypox is not one. It's not a good one for the gay community. Um, the headline reads this: Gay bisexual men at increased risk. For monkeypox, says the CDC. 
didn't we give those poor bastards enough? I mean, come on. Haven't we given them enough? And now we're gonna we're we're gonna put the onus on them again for this. Anyone who has a rash or lesions in the genitals and perennial region should be fully evaluated. Remember, infectious diseases don't care about borders or social networks. Some groups have a greater chance of exposure right now, but by no means is it the current risk of exposure to monkeypox exclusively to the gay and bisexual community in America. But you mentioned them. And, and, and the problem is, in America, is that all we read are headlines. That, I should just call this show Reading Headlines. Because that's how I get most of the stories the headline. And then we find out how much greater it is than that within the headlines. Because Americans see that, they go, well, the gays are causing monkeypox. That's not me saying that. That's, that's Joe America saying that. Maybe it's the butt stuff. Almost like somebody's really aren't designed for that, just saying. Yeah, maybe. That monkey meat was pretty good on the Mexican pizza yesterday. Oh, man, I, I crave the monkey meat. Ogre says, uh-oh, the gay community will have to go on cockdown. Lockdown! I meant lockdown, yes, lockdown. That's <laughs> so bad. They come out and they release this story. Man, oh, man. I, I, I know that, that I've, I've talked about watching this uh, Magic Johnson documentary on Apple TV. I haven't finished it yet. I need to go back and watch it. And what that poor guy went through just in the NBA, I mean, and Magic was looked at, I mean, there were players in the NBA that didn't want him playing because they were worried about him getting scratched. And he came back for... The beginning of a game got scratched, and he retired, and he came back to the All-Star game, and then he did the Dream Team. But all the shit that he had to live with and what the gay community has had to live with, and now you're going to throw this out there? I think that's really unfair to do to the gay community. And I look, look, I, I don't care what hole you put it in. I don't care what your plumbing is. I, I don't give a shit. It's none of my business. I don't give a fuck. Okay? Usually I live by the reap what you You didn't reap this. This is nothing you reaped. Because this will be the talk. Yeah, the gays are causing it. Yep, I knew it was them damn gays. Jesus. Ugh. I can't wait till somebody goes on fucking Jerry Springer or his bodyguard or whatever show it is. Uh, yeah, Enrique gave me the monkeypox. Mm-hmm. We're going to see it, people. I'm just telling you. Now, I, I brought up that this segment is brought to you by Moderna. Why? Because Moderna has started testing a vaccine for monkeypox already. Wow, I mean, holy shit. They did not fuck around with that. They heard about monkeypox, and they're like, boom, we're going to get a vaccine started.
they're already in preclinical trials. Wait, 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 didn't this just, the first case was reported on May 7th and they've already got clinical trials going? And, and, and there's maybe 200 cases in the world? I don't care what hole you put it in. That's not what she said. I haven't heard a statement from any swishy monkeys on all this. Uh, the World Health Organization said there have been uh, those cases, blah, 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 reported on May 7th. Moderna has not immediately responded to requests about more details. Why are they even working on it? 200 people in the world have it. Take two bananas and call me in the morning. I mean, shit. <laughs> Word is Matthew McConaughey is already writing a script for Monkey Buyers Club. Oh, can Mr. Fucky stop releasing this? No shit. I mean, Fauci hasn't said much on this yet, but I'm sure he's going to come out and go, well, it's, you know, prominent in the gay communities. It's not prominent there. 200 people in the world have it. And, and, and if it's like a bunch of them are gay, that's a coincidence. Come on. It's 200 and... 200 people in the world, and these are the stories they're giving us, and Moderna's already doing clinical trials? Is something, are we not being told something? Like this is going to be what starts the Planet of the Apes? like someone who robs a bank saying, I think there's a bank in Stockton who will get robbed. Then it magically it gets robbed. Shit. Is this what's next? We're going to have to endure this? So they, they didn't like the way we voted. And, and if we do vote Republican in, in November, we're going to have a bunch of scratchy sacks and perennials. The taint. Ah, sorry. God, they're going to take our balls away from us. What you should do is you should tell Walmart, uh, no. Uh, no. Look here. Walmart is fixing to start drone delivery service to 4 million households. Now, I got to ask everybody out there. We've all been to Walmart, right? We've all been to Walmart. We've all seen people that work at Walmart. Please tell me which Walmart employee screams to you, drone pilot. (laughs) Is it Bernadette, the old lady at the front of the store who's got Coke bottle glasses and doesn't even know where the fucking shopping carts are? I mean, I mean, seriously, I love Walmart. I shop at Walmart. I'm a personal Walmart. I ain't got teeth. I will go to Walmart without my teeth in. I've done it. I usually don't like going out in public without my teeth in because, well, (laughs) it does make me feel a little bit country, I got to say. But (laughs) 
No one in there is is looking. I, I I've never seen an employee at Walmart look at him and go, "Man, that guy, I bet you can fly the shit out of a drone." This is what I want. This is what I want. Random drones flying in my neighborhood, delivering for Walmart. You gotta be a new form of fucking lazy. I, I mean, I, I honestly, I thought I was a lazy person. I am a lazy person. I work at home. That's how fucking lazy I am. But you, you, you have to get it. You have to get your product delivered by a, a drone. Now, look, if you're a shut-in, if you're old, you got a broken hip and femur and all that kind of shit, I ain't talking to you. Shut up. Stop fucking chatting. I ain't, you ain't the ones getting it. Some dude who's my size, who fucking doesn't want to get off the couch, gets drone delivery. Probably he's going to let the drone in his house. Arnie going to Walmart without his teeth makes me proud to be an American. <laughs> Oh, I'm a person of Walmart, all right. And, and, and look, I, I'm not too proud to admit it. I'm about as fucking redneck as you can get. And I'm proud to death of it. I wouldn't change it for anything. <laughs> Put drone flyer, drone pilot at Walmart. Hey, what do you do at Walmart? Oh, I'm in charge of the meat. Uh, I'm in charge of the processed meat area. What about you? Oh, I'm a drone pilot. Get the fuck out of here. A drone pilot. This is like, have you ever really thought about flying cars? You know, you know, like Gen X, the greatest generation of all time. I am Generation X. We are the coolest generation. Yep. We know how to give change without a computer. Right. We use paper. Yep. We are analog. We are the last golden generation. Dig it. 1965 to uh, 1980. What was going to say? Uh, you have the... Do you have the jorts with the pockets hanging out and crop top match? I do have the jorts. One oh seven nine in Sacramento is a country station. I don't know who owns that. I don't know why anybody would want that signal. Walmart drone pilots walk into work in slow motion against the wind to the Top Gun anthem. Arnie is a toothless tackberry. Uh, Tobacco chewer with a Confederate flag tattoo. Unless Braddy is secretly his cousin, you can't get more red deck than that. No, no, you can't. And I'm fine. I'd look, I, I'm okay with it. Uh, but drone pilot? No, 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 no. Whiskey dealer? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> drone pilot. I'm a drone pilot at Walmart. Oh, I was talking about. Uh, okay, so you're Gen X. So we were promised. By the year 2000, we would have flying cars. We all wanted them. I remember when the year 2000 got here and there were no goddamn flying cars. That's when I started to think about it. And I got to say, I don't think I could be happier. 
that they're not flying cars. With the way you sorry motherfuckers drive out there, and I'm talking about all you sorry motherfuckers that aren't a part of the ass family. I, I, I will say this right now. How many homes do you think would be destroyed? Because I guarantee people are going to be crashing into your damn roof. Hey, Dad, can I take the flying car tonight? Yeah, son, just make sure you put gas in it. Oh, man, I'm running out of gas. I'm going to crash on that house. Man, I'm going to be grounded forever. The fucking Jetsons ruined this. Damn right they did. I thought about it. I don't want no damn flying cars. I don't want you assholes having access to, to, to run it into my roof. Oh, man, I, I mean, seriously, can you imagine? You're just sitting there, all of a sudden, you're not doing anything. Fucking flying car just comes in there. Ogre says, I can't wait till the wrongful death or injury lawsuits happen when these drones drop shit on people's heads. Yep. We'll get this. It ain't pretty when you face a bad truck wreck. Drone wreck. Greedy insurance companies play dirty. Bring it on. I'm Jim Adler, the Texas Hammer. Go at them with Jim Adler, the tough, smart lawyer that knows how to beat them at their own game. I stand tough and carry a big, big hammer. I thought so. <laughs> Call now, 713. God, that's awesome. I can't wait to see Jim Adler doing commercials where he takes down drones. <laughs> Back to the Future said we get flying cars, but instead they gave Michael J. Fox Parkinson's. Please don't let that shake you. <laughs> oh, man. Exactly. People can't drive in two dimensions, let alone three. Fucking flying cars. I want to be able to jerk off while the drapes open and not worrying about some deviant watching from above. No shit. I mean, come on. Flying cars. We're going to get flying cars by 20. No, we aren't. That was a lie. That should go up there with the two biggest lies ever told. The check's in the mail and I won't come in your mouth. And we're going to get flying cars. That's going to be one hell of a DMV test. Oh, my God. Female, what's this story? Okay, here we go. Female skateboarder spoke out on trans competitor for her future daughters. Good. So it's a girl skateboarder. Okay, uh, my name is Taylor Silverman. I'm a female athlete. I've been skateboarding for 11 years and competing for several. I have been in three different contests with trans women, two of which I placed second at the last contest series I did for Red Bull. I placed second. The trans competitor who won uh, took $1,000 in qualifiers, $3,000 in finals, and $1,000 best trick. This totaled $5,000 of the prize money meant for female athletes. 
the total of the third place received seven fifty. The girls deserve a thousand. Blah blah blah. Let's see. I deserve to place first, but be acknowledged for my win and get paid. I reached out to Red Bull and was ignored. I am sick of being bullied into silence. Wow. Bravo. Bravo to that young lady. Taylor Silverman. Man. Prepubescent boys experience their balls dropping when they hear the ad for the Texas Hammer. I'm Jim Adler. Fuck you. I go into court with this hammer. Of course, the woke mob heard this and wrote about it, and they acknowledged her stance and started to crucify her, of course, for being transphobic and a salty maggot. So if you are a female and you compete in a female sport and you're going up against someone that says they're a female, yet they've been trained their whole life as a male and still have a wiener and you lose to them, you can't bitch about it because then you will be, quote, a salty maggot. What's this girl's name again? The Silverman? Taylor? Ta- Taylor Silverman? You're not a salty maggot. You're not anything that those, those groups are coming out and trying to say. Because all those groups are right now is being heard. And they're, they, they're not even being heard. They're just being... They are being heard. They're not being listened to, though. That's the problem, is that the right people are not listening to these groups. They're hearing it, but the right people aren't... I, I, I think there's a big disti- distinction between hearing and listening. Listening to me involves participating. Hearing is just randomly hearing something. Oh, damn, can I drop a few more pin caps today? Jesus. Um, but now the woke community is at their strongest, and, and it's weakening. It, it, it's starting to weaken. This is horseshit. If a girl complains that a boy beat her in a girl's game, and they were for all girls. It, no, we, we got to start kicking these boys out. We, we, we just got to be done with it. No, I, I, I'm sorry. Until you have the surgery, and you know what? You have to take, I don't know, 10 years off from, from this sport because y- your body's a lot more in tune than girls. Sorry, men are more athletic. I'm not saying women aren't athletic. I'm saying men are more athletic. That's what we were built for. We were built for the hunting Sorry, not sorry. Such bullshit. We need to be included. No, you don't need to be included. Nobody wants you. Nobody wants your old sorry ass. All right. Now, I found something for all you parents out there that are, are, are thinking, you know, it's the end of the school year. Maybe, maybe you're getting close to graduating your kids, meaning kicking your kids out of the house. And maybe some of those kids will be going to college. Maybe some of you will be paying for it. I don't know. But I have a very, very new uh, list here. 15 of the wackiest and wildest college classes being taught today. So, 
if you'd like to know what your money is currently being wasted on in college, aside from alcohol, maybe some drugs, lots of contraceptives, and, and stupidity. That's what your money is being spent on the most part, and you know that. But here are the classes that your kids are going to take that are even dumber. How about this one? Students at Pepperdine University can take an introduction to surfing class. Uh, You keep uh, getting on men who compete in women's sports and women competing in men's. LeBron James has been playing in the NBA for ages now, and nobody's giving him credit as a woman. (laughs) The one-credit course gives you a general understanding of surfing and ocean safety. Yeah, safety rule number one is stay out. Classes fill almost instantly when registration starts. Also, students are told to bring a towel and warm clothing. Now, I can see why this is big, because Pepperdine, I guess, is close to Malibu, so that's good. I can't imagine this class at the University of Nebraska. Probably wouldn't be the same. This would have to be only a springtime course that you took, because whatever wave pool you're going to go to and learn to surf on, you're going to need to be warm. Number two, um, Texas Christian University is offering a three-credit course that is about nature of society, Beyonce, and intersectionality. The class mentioning Beyonce is bound to hit uh, today's class. There are three credits taught the characteristics of the Houston-born pop queen. Open discussions in class also cover such bold topics as racism, classism, and, of course, sexism. I always bring a towel. Towel from South Park. A class on Beyonce. Now, I got to say, that's fucking rich. I, I I can understand the class on surfing almost. Almost. Arnie Jr. comes home and says, Dad, I took a class on surfing. That's when the checks stop. <laughs> the grades for surfing class are gnarly, whoa, bogus, and totally. These are wonderful classes. I, I, I think it's great that, that your kids are getting this exposure to the world. Next class up, tree climbing. This costs Cor- uh, Cornell University in upstate New York. The Outdoor Education Department offers this one-credit course. It covers how to get up into any tree, how to move around, even how to climb to another tree. This is at Cornell. We have a we have a tree climbing class. Who in the I 
who would take that class? I, I mean, I, it's completely an elective. I mean, that's a waste of money right there. I know you have to take some elective, but why don't you take an elective that goes towards your major? Instead, you're going to take tree climbing. Can you major advanced Madonna studies? Can I get a post-credit for that course? I was climbing trees at age five. All right. I mean, at least as I do it. Yeah, you're going to pay. Your parents are going to pay because you ain't going to pay to take that class. I know how to climb a tree. Ocean safety with Dr. Arnie walks into the class, says, if you don't go in the ocean, you can't die in the ocean. Walks out. Nature is not your friend. I mean, if you're a college-aged person and you have to take a tree climbing class, let me just tell you right now, I'm an, I'm opening a Med 7 or one of them quickie med places that fucking that 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 specializes in broken arms. Cause if you're at college age and you don't know how to climb a fucking tree, there is no hope for you in that class. The outdoor education department should have one class. It's an hour long, and all you do is write, nature is not your friend. No, it's not. Some colleges used to have attitude era appreciation classes. The only time I considered ever going back to college, fuck, I could teach that class. Uh, my parents didn't pay for any of my education. I'm still paying off some of my education. All right. Well, then you ain't taking no. You ain't paying to take no class to learn how to fucking climb trees. Uh, first year students at the University of California, Berkeley. Shocking. Take the deep dive into Judge Judy. Students specifically examine Judge Judy and the People's Court and discuss why certain practices in the courtroom are common. Are these shows presenting a perversion of our legal system or a look into the system? Why do you care? Why why does it matter? It's Judge Judy. Nobody gives a shit what that broad says. Tree climbing at an Ivy League school, to be fair, most of those kids are rich and don't know how any better. That's why you got to open up a broken arm clinic next door. Them fucking nerds and fucking Glee Club members are going to be falling out of them trees left and right. And now you have to you have to watch Judge you have to watch Judge Judy. I'm telling you right now, if I don't get an honorary doctorate for fucking comedy then I should get a fucking definite honorary doctorate for fucking television studies. Over the years, come on. Who's watched more TV than me? Nobody. Oh, I hate Judge Judy. I cannot stand that old hag. She's lucky she has that bailiff up there. I'm telling you right now, I go on that show, I slap her right in her mouth. Just a little, a little open hand slap. Just hey, you, you quiet down, honey. I will, I will whoop that doily off your fucking neck. 
until I can't stand her. See, Judge Judy to me is that she she's such a royal bitch. As soon as the, the as soon as she walks in and lays eyes on you, she's made her judgment. I would not do well on that show. Big burly fellow with lots of tattoos. Yeah. Judge Judy's coming after me. Scott says, how do I get hired at a college as a competitive eating coach? Day one, eat. Day two, 90, keep eating. See, this is what you got to do, Scott. You, you got to enter a couple events, right? And then that way you'll be known as a professional competitive eater. And then you go to the college and you go to the athletic department. And you see if you can try to get competitive eating brought into the athletic department. And if you can, then you're set for life. Can you imagine that if they allowed that in college? Competitive eating? Oh, my God. I mean, you think about it. You have your specialists. You have your one kid that you recruit from fucking Coney Island to eat hot dogs, obviously. If there's a matzo ball soup thing, hey, boy, you better get a Jew kid from New York to do that one. I mean, you could assemble quite the team. You want to put asses in seats? You want a college sport to put asses in seats? Competitive eating. Uh, I would pay to see Judge Judy and Nancy Pelosi snort coke off each other's ass cracks. Stranger shit has happened. How great would that be? <laughs> I mean, you get to the national championship game or match after a season of competitive eating. And it can be done because they these competitive eaters, they go all over the country. Joey Chestnut goes all over the country, and he does this. He eats more than just hot dogs. But see, at least in the college thing, we're just having, they're, they're specializing. I love this. And then they could be ready to go pro, or they could, but they're, they're, their college is being paid for them all because they like to eat. I love it. So I, I would say, yeah, Scott, if you can do all that, A, I want to cut. I want a part of that. But, man, that would be the way to do it. Those Samoans would be the ringers. Oh, I, I mean, I, it just depends. Just depends on what it is. I'm, I'm still, hey, look, look, if I can recruit Joey Chestnut, if I can say, hey, Joey, I know you made a lot of money, but we're going to give you a college education. Why don't you come here? We have won. Because we do have the superstar that can do everything, man. That's what you're looking for, but you want to specialize still, too. I want to teach a class called How to Spot Stupid People. I just go in and sit in and say nothing. On the last day, I look at everyone still sitting in there and say, you're the stupid people. <laughs> uh, the next class that you can pay for in college Nip, tuck, perm, pierce, tattoo, embalm. Adventures with embodied cultures. This eight-credit class taught at Alfred University up in New York discusses how different cultures across the globe influence appearance change, 
no matter how extreme those changes may be. So this is a class for tattoo artists and piercers. I, I, I can't see anybody outside that realm wanting to take this class. I mean, I think it would be a genius class for fucking tattoo artists and, and piercers to take. But not the regular person. Yeah, I always wondered what they did in Zimbabwe. Let's take that class. Yeah, no, no, uh uh-uh. What kind of ratings does Nathan's get in Ethiopia? I would think that's like the Super Bowl. (laughs) It's either that, or can you imagine the unrest that causes? Just to the simple fact of all the food they waste on that day. Oh, I don't care about it. No, 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 no. No, the part that I care about, no, no, don't don't think I grew a heart. Uh-uh. What I think about is the Ethiopians watching that going, what are you doing? If that's how they sound, I don't know. No! He has puked it up. No! But we show it to him. Hey, we're America. Fuck you. This is why I love our country so much. It, I, mean, I mean, honestly, what other country says fuck you to the world like we do? We have an entire continent that, that really is on the precipice of starving all the time, and I'm talking about Africa. And here we are glamorizing people that can eat 70 hot dogs in 12 minutes. And I say there's nothing more American than that. That's what makes me proud to be an American. We just take our balls and put them on your forehead. That's a t-shirt I want to make. I want to get an outline of the United States. We'll, we'll put Alaska in there and Hawaii will move in there, right? And we'll give it a set of balls. And, of course, the balls will hang from the great state of Texas. We give that, that thing some balls, and then we put it on top of a globe. Ethiopia's Joey Chestnut won their contest with one hot dog. He found it first. Ethiopians can't eat 72 hot dogs in a lifetime. Good Lord. Thing we get. What was the joke about the rice thing? You pull your neck apart. Oh, that's an Ethiopian you know, choking on rice. I think Ethiopians sound more like click, click, pop, pop, <laughs> making it sound like Ahmed the retard terrorist works from two boss. Click, click, clock, clock. No. Biggest movie franchise of all time in Ethiopia, bigger than Avatar, The Avengers, Titanic, The Hunger Games. (laughs) Did you hear the score of the Ethiopian soccer game with Saudi Arabia? Saudi Arabia, eight. Ethiopia, none.
So there you go. Now, Arised, there's a class for you here. A first-year four-credit seminar taught at High Point University in High Point, North Carolina, examines the fine line between good and evil among historic figures, but with a swish and flick twist. Through the lens of the wizardly world of J.K. Rowling's and Harry Potter, students at High Point are challenged uh, in this class with defining uh, the discrepancy between the two forces. There you go. Harry Potter fans, go to High Point University. I love it, but it's bullshit. (laughs) Oh, it's total bullshit. It's horrible. Going viral. You can go to college now and learn how to go viral. This three-credit class for communications and media majors at Montclair State New Jersey. Our focus will be on contemporary scene of technological innovations and how social media are transforming the way we do business, politics, entertainment, and activism. Um, you want to learn how to go viral? Here you go. I'll teach you a class. Fellas, if you can do anything that, that would go viral, it would include something of, of, of st- substance, something hard, something metal, something huge, and it crashing into your genitals. There you go. You have gone viral. Well, I, I don't want, well, that's the best way to go viral. Girls, you want to go viral? Show your tits. That, 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 that's all it, that's how easy it is if you can take out a student loan for that then it's time to disband the Department of Education well we should talk then the next class you can take they, these are all real classes by the way this is at UCLA so some of you might be saying well these are not real college UCLA that's a real college a management course discusses way to trust, recognize, pattern of behavior, and foster self-esteem in times of doubt. In essence, it's teaching you how to deal tactfully with difficult people. If you want to go viral, say the N-word on Twitter. Another great way. Ogre, Whenever, if I can't make class that day, would you mind coming in for me? Uh, but if they aren't credit-bearing classes, they can't get financial aid. These are all credit-bearing classes. Uh, Participants in this class learn to specific strategies for dealing with behaviors such as verbal attacks and put-downs. Complaining, thoughtfulness, manipulation, attention-seeking, excessive talking, withdrawal, rule-breaking, excuses. Okay, there you go. Stay home. You don't want to deal with any of that? Stay home. Give me my money. I just taught the damn class. Now, there's another way. If you didn't stay home, then then, then it's real easy. It's real easy. This is going to be the shortest class you've ever had. You, you want credits to learn how to deal with people tactfully, uh, tactfully, difficult people? Okay, here. You either stay at home 
Or, if you want to be out in public. You need to grow the fuck up. There you go. Thank you so much. I'll see you back here in what? At the end of the semester. We're going to have a test. And that was on there. How do you pass this class? Okay. It's real easy. Got two answers. You stay at home or... You need to grow the fuck up. There you go. All right. We'll 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 see you in when we see you. Sometimes these are community education courses, I'm hoping. Uh, the the next class. Oh, there's 15 of these classes. We're going to go through them all. I mean, because this, this is phenomenal. Cow to cone. Learn the ins and outs of ice cream manufacturing at Penn State. This is more of just a lecture that's been going on for 129 years. No credits given, but you get a lecture from the ice cream people. There's a new class out there called Music 113. Clap for credit. The one credit class, officially known as Music 113, Music and Performance, is offered at the University of Wisconsin-Madison. Students can take the class as many as three times. Show up to one 50-minute lecture each week, listen to musical performance for each class, and then clap when the performances conclude. That's all you have to do. You can get three credits for this class. You can take it up to three times. You have to show up, listen to music, and then applaud at the end. Usually students in the music department use the captive audience to practice performing. I wish I could make this shit up. Press secretary needs a class on how to not get schooled by Peter Ducey. (laughs) There's an elective at Penn State called Juvenile Shower Science and Management. It's managed by the Sandusky Fund. Our educational system's a joke. This is why I'm against forgiving student loans. Is it because Wisconsin is so white they don't have rhythm? Oh, boy. Oh, this is taught at Clive Davis's Institute at NYU Tisch School of the Arts. Now, I, I, I got to say, I don't mind this class, but I've been teaching this class. My I've been teaching myself this class. The topic, failure. This is a class in how to deal with failure. Um, they explore major failures among artists as well as memorable pop culture moments. So this is like the class of how to how to fucking be on TMZ. Case studies on Britney Spears' meltdown, Kanye's West award speeches, William Hung's she bang, she bang. For two credits, uh, students in this course consider failure as it relates to contemporary popular artists. What exactly that we think we learn from failure? 
And more to the point, what does our amplified 21st century interest and obsession with failure say about us? Now, now, I don't have an obsession with failure. I have an obsession with not failing. To me, honestly, in today's society, I think this could be, this, this class so far of the 11 that we've been through, this class has the most merit for me that I think we should be teaching. And I don't want it being taught in a school or in a college or anywhere like that. This is what you should be teaching to your kids, to kids that you mentor. That losing is horrible. Losing is the worst thing that can happen. But also, you learn more from that loss than you'll ever learn from a win. And when you teach people how to learn from losing... They become winners quickly. Boy, that sounds like a T-shirt right there. Um, Kale, you can hate on me. I just had uh, my loans forgiven for 10 years of public service under the public service loan forgiveness program. You pay for 10 years and work in public service, and you get them forgiven. I ain't going to hate on you. Uh, if you fail a single one of these classes, they took you in the eye and say, boy, you might be legally retarded. Yeah, I mean, seriously. I don't know what the movie actually except brought uh, these classes to actual schools. Way to go. I'm not talking about the public servant forgiveness. I'm talking about general whiners who say college should be free. Yeah, I mean, you you paid it back by working. Zach texted, is there a class on rock, paper, scissors? Well, we still have three more classes to go, so I, I, I'm not sure. How about the next class, the Lady Gaga and the Sociology of Fame? Taught at the University of South Carolina, the Gamecocks. You have the opportunity to explore uh, the sociology of pop culture through the eyes of Lady Gaga. How can you? How can you teach pop culture through someone else's eyes? I, I, unless they're teaching. It, d- does Lady Gaga come into this class and tell you what she thinks about pop culture, or are you thinking you know what goes on there? fascinating that you would take any kind of class that was dedicated to Lady Gaga. See, this goes back to my thing last week. It, it, my thing last week was that that yeah, Camilo Cabela, or whatever her damn name is, going to be a judge on American Idol. You remember when judges, they, they, they had something to fall back on, like a resume? You know, like Lionel Richie on American Idol. He's the only judge that's on American Idol that should be a judge. I mean, he's dancing on the ceiling all night long. I mean, the man does it all. Lionel Richie, he's all right. He can judge. Luke Bryan, fuck no. 
If she's not teaching, then it's not through her eyes. Exactly, right? I mean, you saw through that. I, I mean, uh, whatever. How about this next class, the introduction to world puppetry? Part of the University of Connecticut's plethora of puppet art courses. This class introduces students to puppetry production around the world. You play with puppets. You have a degree in puppetry. Boy, your parents are proud, aren't they? You know, look, look, look. You know, God bless those guys that can do the, the, the ventriloquist acts and all that kind of stuff. You're still playing with dummies, okay? And uh, it, it, it still freaks us out. Like, if, if we had a friend that was a ventriloquist, we never had a friend. If you had a friend that was a ventriloquist, that person would probably freak your ass out. Is the final one basket weaving? Well, we, we've got two more. Oh, the, the last one I would take. Okay. I'll, oh, man, now I know what it is. Didn't Samuel Jackson already cover this in about 20 seconds? Something about hands up, hands up asses. Yeah. All right. Number 14. Um, at Long Island's Hofstra University. I know they're a pretty uh, redeemable college. Students can study how the Simpsons... Saved American literature. Common themes such as family values, heroes and role models, and American ingenuity are also examined in the How the Simpsons Saved American Literature class. And by the way, the, the only way, I, I don't understand how it's literature. It's a TV show. Are they just using the scripts? This is a three-credit course. Ben, I have watched The Simpsons in so long. I'm sure it hasn't changed. All right, in our final class. This is a High Point University in High Point, North Carolina. For four credits, students at this university study the origin of serial killers. Oh, hell yeah. Including people like Jeffrey Dahmer, Ted Bundy, and what makes them so weird, gross, and fascinating. Now, I will say this. If you take this class, the, 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 you know, 101, serial killers 101, Once again, once again, I'm here to help the younger generations out there. You young fellas, if somehow you get in this class, if you go to a bar that night, do not tell them that you're studying this. You will scare all the pussy away. Yeah, my major is uh, serial killers. All right, nice to see you. Now, that's a kick-ass class right there. 
It's college, lots of trusted sock puppets. That class is okay, although not in student loan eligible. No, I, I mean, I, that'd be an awesome class to take. Ooh, maybe I could be a guest lecturer there since I was babysat by a serial killer. Ooh, now I'm thinking. Look at that. So there you go. Those are those are the classes that uh, that your children are now taking. Final story of the day coming up here. Oh man, this is bad. Nah, they'd attack the freaks. Uh, Dateline, Alabama. Atugaville. Atugaville, Alabama. Boy, that is a country-sounding name. Where you live? I live in Atugaville. Oh, Atugaville, Alabama? Yeah, it's right, right across from Cussfucker Way. Arnie could teach Southern Appreciation class just listening to Elvis, Willie Nelson, and Skinner all day. Yeah, oh yeah, that class would attract the weirdos. Uh, An Alabama farmer is warning people about the dangers of thunderstorms. As he said, lightning struck and killed a cow right on the spot. Holy shit. Oh, my God. Uh, Andy Wedland runs and operates a Tuga Farming Company. He said storms rolled through the area Sunday night. He said he and his family were wrapping up in a family gathering inside when they heard a loud plume of thunder. His daughter looked up and saw one of the cows fall over in the pasture. The cow had been struck by lightning. (laughs) Fell dead right on the spot. Now, now I got to know, now, if lightning hits a cow and it dies right on the spot, is it cooked? I mean, can, can we just like, you know, like, 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 like cut off a big old, you know, hunk of ass and look for a steak in there and it's going to be done already? Wetland said, on the farm, you learned that very early that many events beyond your control and they have a picture of a cow, but they, they've got it blacked out, like circled and blurred. I want to see the dead damn cow. We had a stark and vivid demonstration today on why you don't want to be outside if lightning could be in the area. Oh, man. As a cow, would you rather be struck by lightning or fucked by Arnie? Well, I, I've heard cows talk. Hey, <laughs> oh. And they say lightning. Brother, we're on the same wavelength. You stop moving. Oh, you damn right, boy. Come on. Get that shit to me rare. Let's go. Boy, I'll tell you that. That's one thing. Talking about rare. Uh, the Arby's hamburger, this new Wagyu steakhouse burger that they got. Fucking A, that thing is on fire when it came off the grill. I've never had a hotter by heat burger in my entire life. I had a blow on it to get it to cool down. Still okay. Not bad. So the lightning tipped the cow. Yeah, it tipped the shit out of that cow. How awesome would it be, though, if that cow came back to life and it was like a superhero cow now? 
Like it's milk fucking cures cancer. How awesome would that be? Shit, you better cook some of this. This might have some magic fucking ingredients in there. Well, I'd have had this down in the butcher shop immediately. Let's go. Come on, Daddy's eating good tonight. Oh, I hate the center. Oh, God. The CDC has come out. I I hate every agency. I hate news organizations. I, I hate them all. News organizations are the worst because they have to come up with a name for everything. Like, 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 let's say that there's a, you know, break-ins happening on the north end of town. You know, they'll have a graphic made up and they'll have special music playing. Tonight's north end break-ins update. It's not called that. You called it that. And now the CDC has something they've called the When Thunder Roars, Go Indoors. Yep, that's going to get a call. Yep, yeah, I got to make a call to that. Uh, hold on a second here. Let's see. Uh, huh. uh, there we go. Let's call the Center for Disease Control. Uh, th- this is stupid. Thank you for calling CDC Info, yep. a service of the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. If you would like to continue in English, press 1. Yep. Si desea continuar en español. To protect yourself from COVID-19, get vaccinated. If you are a medical nope. or healthcare professional, press one. If you are a member of eight CDC info representatives, give health information and do not diagnose any health conditions. Please listen to the following options before making your selection. If your question is not related to COVID nineteen, press three now. A question hold for the next available representative. Your call may be monitored or recorded for quality assurance. At the end of the call, please stay on the phone for a brief customer service survey. Hello? Hello? Yes, hello, are you there? Yes. Okay, uh, yeah, uh, I got a question for the, uh, this is the CDC, right? The Center for Disease Control? Yes, this is the CDC. How may I help you? Could I please have your vet code, please? Uh, 89502. Thank you so much. And how may I assist you today? I believe uh, I've been exposed to monkeypox. Uh, a friend of mine had sex with a monkey. What am I supposed to do? So you believe you've been exposed to the monkeypox? Well, I, I I don't know. My I know that I know that the way you get it is is if you're around somebody who's had sex with a monkey or you've had sex with a monkey. And my friend had sex with a monkey, and he and I went to dinner, and now I've been exposed. Do I have monkeypox? Well, 
Okay, so, all right. So, just to verify, you believe you have been exposed to monkey pops. In front of yours had sex with a monkey. You want to know if you had, if you have them. Right. Is that correct? Yes, ma'am. Okay. It said, okay, if I place you on a one to two minute hold. Sure, absolutely. Yep. Thank you so much. Just at the moment, I'll be placing you on that hold right now. I'm going to have some fun. (laughs) The poor woman, just to verify, LOL. Oh, wait till you see what I do here. Ogre, have a great day. I know you want to hold on, but you got to go. Have a great day, my friend. She'll come back. I, I didn't even know this lady spoke English. Yeah, I know, right? I don't even know what accent that is. Glad they're not taking monkeypox series. Oh, they just changed the music on me? That's all they did was change the music? That's bullshit. <laughs> Tell them the monkey dropped quaaludes in my drink. Yes, uh, hello. Thank you so much for your patience. Yes, Thank ma'am. Thank you for waiting for me. Yes. Yeah. Thank you so much for your patience. Thank you for waiting for me. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I have some information for you. Okay. Some, what do I do if I think I have been exposed to monkey pox? Some people who may have symptoms of monkey pox should contact their health care provider. This includes anyone who African countries, mm-hmm. parts of Europe where monkeypox cases have been reported, or other areas with confirmed cases of monkeypox during the month before their symptoms began. Report contact with persons with confirmed or suspected monkeypox, or it's a man who regularly has close or intimate contact with other men, oh, oh, including through what? an online website, Ma'am, dental I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. You, you can ACT, go ahead and stop. You can, you can just go ahead and stop. I, I have it. I have it. I, I, I just had sex with the monkey, so I think I have it. Okay. So thank you for your time. I appreciate it. Should I go to the doctor? So that the female... I'd hang up. She was so confused. Oh, man. Oh, the CDC is so great. I love them. I, I think if you ever, like, want to teach your kids how to make crank phone calls, just remember the CDC is always going to answer. Either the CDC or a, a, a news. Dare I do it? Dare I? I, I dare do it, don't I? Uh Let's see. Uh, 
<laughs> We're going to call the newsroom at KCRA. Star 67 the shit out of this one. 916-444-7316. Oh, good We're Lord. sorry. Your call cannot be completed at this time. Please hang up. Let's try one more time. Star 67. Damn, they ain't got a new, they, they don't have a, a a contact number anymore? Jeez. All right, uh, how about News 10? I'll solve big fun. Channel 13. Ah, fuck, I can't find anything. Why can't I find anything? <laughs> You know, Channel 10, Mento, Newsroom, Phone Number. Oh, man. I don't want to do this, but I have to. News Hotline. Let's see. Uh, star 67. Uh, three, two, one. Got down nine one six first. Sorry, three two one thirty three hundred. All right, come on, come on. I know you're there. I know you want to answer. Oh, this is going to piss me off today. Dang it. We should all be okay as long as you wrapped your wing in a banana peel. Okay, they have a call in line also. Nine one six. Maybe I'll be on the call-in show. Three two one. Three two five one. All right. Let's see if anybody. The number you dialed is not in service at this time. Thank you for calling. Goodbye. All right. Perfect. Man, I tell you what, you can't get a hold of any damn newsrooms anymore. We'll just call the main office number then. How's that? Oh, uh, let's see. Four four one. Two, three, four, five. All right, here we go. Main office number. ABC 10. Yeah, I was wondering if I could talk to someone in the newsroom, please. I'll transfer you now. One moment. Thank you. Newsroom closed? Good God. Man, oh man, I hate when crank calls go bad. 
That's the worst feeling in the world. See, this is why you only crank call the CDC. Because otherwise, they let you down. You see, when you take the, the spotlight off you and you have to shine it on them, that means you have to depend on them, and they're not Chauvin. They're not like me. They just let you down time after time. Goddamn news people. Here, we just want to have some fun. Instead, heartache. Heartache, I tell you. Uh, all right, that's going to do it for us. Uh, we will be back tomorrow, same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Please remember to uh, uh, remember that uh, every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So enjoy your wonderful halfway through the work week. Guess what day it is. There you go. Enjoy that. Until tomorrow, adios, everybody. Uh Where the sidewalk ends and the road begins, we said goodbye on a cold, dark night. I'm not afraid to go. You bet I'm not. Where the sidewalk ends, you left a lot. Some people leave and never come back. Some stay in touch. Some lose track. Your mind kept saying, come on, let's go. You started learning what you don't need to know. Where the sidewalk ends and the road begins, I'll wait for you. In the cold, dark night, you might come back. You had to go where the sidewalk ends, I'll never know. I'll stay here as long as I can last Whistle's still blowing but the train is gone Ain't no wheels gonna take me from my home Where the sidewalk ends and the road begins We said goodbye on a cold dark night I'm not afraid to go You bet I'm not where the sidewalk ends
at arnieradio.com. Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Goodbye. Bye. He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.